0: back with another episode of the go home show with your boy jordan here's my homie nick back with another week of wrestling a very very fun week of wrestling man it it was a uh especially this past weekend it was fun to see wrestling back in full capacity but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that how you doing man
1: i'm good man yeah like you said live wrestling is back it was fucking great pay-per-view yeah just a great great show for AEW and um
0: which is, it feels like a
1: sign to come of the other companies too, I guess. Every, every other company we watch. Yeah, definitely. I guess there's only like two or three, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, had a rough weekend myself. Uh-oh. Other than that, yeah, I had food poisoning. Not good. I was on the toilet for most of the time.
0: <sighs> hate to see it, man. You hate, yeah, to, hate see
1: to see it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about you? How was your weekend? Uh, what did I do this weekend? I don't think I did anything. Uh, they just hung out at the house, basically. Uh, there you go. car my practice on Friday, getting ready for the return of shows. Oh. But nice. it, Besides that, just just hanging out, man, watching some wrestling.
1: There you go. There you but,
0: go. Well, before we get into the in-ring wrestling, there was some uh big uh, discourse, I'll say, over the over the past week about <laughs> some rumors that came out in the observer that Todd uh, Meltzer reported that Nick Khan from WWE who was like the second in command to Vince McMahon right now he's like the president of WWE basically
1: mm-hmm. has
0: been in talks at New Japan Pro Wrestling and the talks are, were started as a deal where Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson whatever you want to call him wanted to work with New Japan he wanted to work other places and they just Kind of started trying to broker that deal as a, a a bargaining chip to get him to resign, which it doesn't seem like worked because uh, yeah. not not only did they want that, they wanted to be the exclusive um, company partner for New Japan. So no more forbidden door, basically, is what they wanted. And the forbidden door himself, Tony Khan, has something to say about that. I'm sure by now, if you're listening to this, you heard you saw his promo that he cut. Outside with Tony Schiavone, he said, "You know, I was reading the Observer yesterday, and I saw some weird stuff. It said Nick Khan, you've been talking to New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's funny because you must have talked really fast because I just had, I had an IWGP US Championship match on my show a week ago. I have the IWGP US Champion right now, and we have more plans, more plans. And I'm the Forbidden Door, so nothing comes through me. And you know." there's only room for one con in this business, which I love. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just just bar- basically burying them. And in the post media scrums after double or nothing, Tony, Khan, I don't know if you heard this, but he spoke and said that he talked to new Japan before he did that promo and asked him if it was a good idea. And they told him like, it's good to go. So huh. it don't seem like that talks with WWE and new Japan went that well.
1: <laughs> I guess not. Cause I'm sure. I don't know. It, it seems like it almost seems like Vince, is setting up for a sale. Like he, it almost, maybe not Vince entirely, but it almost seems like he's setting it up for when he retires or dies or both. Yeah. I guess, I'm not wishing for that, but um, maybe retired, but it seems like he's setting up for maybe con or somebody else to take over when he goes. It almost seems like we is. did this Peacock deal. Yeah that type of stuff
0: it seems like right as of right now nick would be the second in command which is kind of crazy like right (laughs) how how would you feel if you're a stephanie or triple H or Shane that this dude not a part of the family just he's second in command out of nowhere
1: right and then he exactly and then that's what it seems like it's gonna be is somebody that's not one of those three yeah owning the company unless vince uh, i don't know can he do that can he just be like hey write it into a, a a will or i don't know will but something business wise where i want my daughter or son yeah. or son to be the top person and i don't know
0: i'm not sure i, I don't know the business side of it i'm sure like the, the shareholders and all that also have a say in that so i guess it's kind of out of their hands at this point which is just crazy because for for years everybody just assumed it would be one of those three to take over the reins but as the way it's looking right now, it's not looking like it's going to go that direction.
1: Right. And I guess if it was, if it was Stephanie, it would also be Triple H and vice versa.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see what Nick Khan has to do, but uh, if Tony Khan has anything to do about it, he won't be in the wrestling business for too long So there's only room for one con.
1: Hey, man. <laughs> Money talks. Hey. For, for sure.
0: Everybody has a price. We'll talk about that in just a second. Because speaking of the million dollar man, he was featured on this week's episode of NXT. So let's hop into it, man. Yes, it opened up with uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Shotzi and Ember again. I feel like this match has happened a lot of times, but this is fun. Fun stuff.
1: Yeah, at least three times it feels like. But yeah, like you said, it's just, it's fine.
0: Fun stuff. It's It was kind of the normal formula of their matches though. The Dakota Kai or Raquel Gonzalez will get in and dominate. Then Dakota Kyle getting gets some offense, and then she has to get saved by Raquel. And then just it's kind of been the same. All these matches seem like they've played out the same way for the most part.
1: Yeah, I was hoping that that this led to maybe Deca- uh, Dakota. Dakota, almost said Dakai. <laughs> Dakota and her breaking up, and then maybe having a, a women uh, a title match. I kind of your house or something like that, but.
0: I kind of okay. hope I don't know. I'm I'm torn because part of me wants them to do the swerve where Dakota's the one to turn and not Raquel, even though Raquel is like the the monster of the group. I would, mm. I, I would think it'd be kind of an interesting twist on it, just so it's not the oh the big monster turns on the person who's been by her side the whole time. Like it's just kind of passe, but it'll it would still work. But I think I'd rather see Dakota as the heel because I think she works so much better as a heel.
1: Yeah, and I would just it's just weird seeing. This, Like you said, seen this match two or three times already, but now Raquel is the champion. That almost is like a side note, it it seems like, because it's like, oh, fuck yeah, she's the champ. I forgot.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to see where they go with it. I really like the Shati countering Raquel's finish into the Eclipse. That was sick. Yeah. Definitely. That, was, that was really cool. But uh, in the end, Shotzi and Ember get the win after pinning Dakota and after the match, Raquel just destroys Ember Mood. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and then <laughs> and they also destroy Shotzi, uh, power bombing her into the barricade twice. Just brutal. It looks like they're setting up for Shotzi to be off TV for a little bit. At least that's the, the vibe I got from it.
1: Yeah, yeah, same.
0: Which I, I'm for not mad at. I'm, I'm,
1: and doctors and shit.
0: Yeah, I'm not really... Uh, I'd rather see Shotzi go away from this thing with Ember and break out on her own again, because I definitely prefer her as a singles as compared to a tag team.
1: Yeah. I, I Yeah. Shotzi and Ember, it's, it felt like they were almost not forced, but it was just like put them together. Cause they're both, they have a weird gimmick, but it, it ended up working better. I think in the end.
0: Yeah, it did. It worked, so, but I don't um, know.
1: I think like it's one of the more bet the more better more better hmm. not, the, not the words I was looking for one of the more uh, entertaining tag women's tag teams uh, in the division in NXT at least
0: yeah for sure for sure I just I don't know I think it kind of got a little to a point where they were doing something like, just like corny promos and
1: yeah nah I mean yeah they're still gonna do that for sure <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. That's pretty true. But with that being said, next, we got a uh, Tommaso Champa promo calling out MSK. He basically says, hey, girls young veterans took us out, so you didn't really beat us. You guys won round one, but we and we won round two. So when the third round happens, hey, you better be ready for it. <laughs> and he says, he said he's going to enjoy breaking their limbs.
1: <laughs> something about a man that missing missing teeth just makes it extra scary
0: 100 he's a terrifying
1: dude <laughs> like a nick gage
0: hey, exactly toothless timmy and nick gage both mdk I'm, I'm i'm declaring timothy thatcher as mdk oh
1: fuck all fucking day
0: that that'd be imagine timothy thatcher gets nick gage fuck. that'd be sick <laughs> that'd be insane Speaking of an insane match, this next match was just brutal. Pete Dunn versus Bobby Fish—they beat the hell out of each other. Every match Pete Dunn has, it looks like it hurts so bad. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he he's, just,
1: just, he's for sure stiff. Like he's, um, he's like a, a, his own breed almost. I feel like
0: absolutely. He's just—he's the most brutal wrestler to watch. I think, like definitely, with all the joint manipulation and all this, it just some of the stuff just makes you like cringe in, in the best way possible. Like it, it's the most believable stuff, man. He just looks like he hurts people. <laughs> he enjoys yeah. doing it
1: with the finger snapping. And then yep. I think he might've been the first, I could be wrong about this one, but he was one of the, one of the guys I saw do the, you put the guy's hand down with the elbow up and then you stomp, stomp the it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was, he was one of the first ones I started to do that too, for sure. With the, uh, the whole UK tournament was when I first got a scope, exposed to him. The first yeah. one, but yeah. Pete Dunn. I, if it's not Kyle to take the belt off, um, cross, I would love it to be Pete Dunn because this dude's ready for it. Agreed. And he ends up winning this match with the uh, bitter end. And then after the match, Oni Lorkin, is his uh, second in command, I guess you could say, attacks Bobby Fish, drapes him on the apron, and like stretches his legs over it. And just like it, it looked like it hurt really bad too. <laughs> They're just destroying this dude. and I guess they're. I don't know where they go with this because Fish isn't going to be teaming with Kyle O'Reilly. They kind of acknowledged that last week. So is he just going <laughs> to unless go they back just, out? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're doing there, but it'll it be weird to see
1: both like to see the that the same essentially the same um, aftermath two back to back. You know what yeah, I mean?
0: Yeah, two two injury <laughs> angles.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Definitely very strange. But then we get the best thing on NXT, man. Hiro, <laughs> Swerve says he's going to be having a uh, very close eye on that NXT championship match. He's, he calls out everybody, basically. He says, Bronson Reed, we're ready for you. Top Dollar calls out uh, Legato and MSK. Says, whoever wins y'all match, we're next. And Ashanti the Adonis, he calls out Kushida. He says they're going to have all the gold. I would love that. I, I, I would not be mad at that at all. That'd be dope. And then B Fab can go against uh, Raquel. Um, I don't know. I don't. I've never seen a B Fab match, but she mm. got to look. She she can talk. That's all I care about. There you go. <laughs> I, I love Hit Row, man. It's so cool. <laughs> it's just so cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're for sure like the next like faction, the next cool like the next undisputed era, essentially.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're definitely gonna take over the reigns as like the top faction. The next, yeah, I'm all here for it. And then we get a match between Zeta Ramirez against Mercedes Martinez. And Zeta Ramirez shocked the world before, but it didn't happen this time. She she didn't pull out the miracle that she did against uh, Tony Storm. Mercedes wins with the uh, air raid crash. Pretty fun stuff here. And after the match, Mercedes Martinez is like celebrating, basically music's going on, and then the lights go out, and they come back up red. And then it's uh, T N Shaw on the screen. Lights come back on, and. The music's still playing, but uh, Mercedes looks down and she's been marked. She's a mock. Oh she's a mark. She's a mark. <laughs> you know where that yeah. that phrase comes from?
1: Taz. That's where I usually. That's why I'm like mocking Taz, calling uh Conrad a mark.
0: But do you know like the, the like where the phrase mark comes from?
1: Uh-uh.
0: It comes from carnival games. Apparently, that's where wrestling got it from. Because you know they would have like all the like the uh, wrestling shows at carnivals. Yeah. Yep. And at carnivals, I guess, you know, how like carnival games are like historically rigged. Yeah, of course. So the people who would fall for it, they would have somebody watching like a plant and they would go back and like put a little mark on the guy, like the person's shoulder, like with chalk. Oh. So that way all the other people working in the booths would know who would fall for the stuff and get them. So they would be the next mark. Damn. Okay. I did all- not know that. There you I, go. A little
1: history lesson for you. I,
0: th- I think I heard that on, uh, I want to say Jeff Jarrett's podcast. That makes sense. Maybe. Yeah.
1: His family would be familiar with that type of history for sure.
0: Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was like, Oh wow. That blew my mind when I heard that. <laughs> and then we, we teased this a little bit early. The million dollar man, he comes to the ring. He will, first he's backstage. <laughs> uh, he's talking to Tony storm, walks off And Robert Strauss, tries, or Robert stone tries to approach him. And he's kind of like, get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> and yeah. I think most
1: people would be like that.
0: Hey, Hey, Robbie. E is yeah. Ability. I was going to say,
1: Robbie, you get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: but then we get the million dollar face off Cameron grimes basically says everybody wants to know why he says i wasn't always rich i didn't always have this lifestyle and i, I know you know it kind of idolized tim i i saw that he had all this money and somehow he says this line it makes it seem like a baby face he says he has all this money so i can just peep, peep, treat people like trash and he said like so, for some somehow he's cutting the a baby face promo and he says that and it worked <laughs> just like, it's like, it's, it
1: starts baby face and then just goes back to heel Cause he's like, I remember watching, I looked up to you as a kid and you showed me that even with all the money, you could still treat people like garbage,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they, but then they would still like you. And he's like, it's true. <laughs> but they say never meet your idols. <laughs> you know? And then DB Gossy comes out and he says, Hey, you know, I like you. We have more in common than you think. He says, would you be, <laughs> he says, would you consider that the reason I put you through hell is to see, cause I see a little bit of you myself in you. Is the wording i was trying to think of for yeah <laughs> and is, they,
1: like, he always had a southern accent too
0: i i noticed it here but i never noticed it in yeah. his like older stuff
1: Me either. yeah maybe he's like i don't know maybe he's from where's he from it's from I alabama no i think or somewhere that makes sense he's from where southern so maybe he's just been home long enough that he's developed an accent again
0: or he has, just hasn't been working long enough where he has lost the ability to hide it <laughs> yeah not you Mississippi I think
1: actually not
0: Alabama that, make, that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense but uh as they're going back and forth then out of nowhere hey let me speak to you real quick yeah LA Knight interrupts he says Ted I could get talking about your million dollar legacy well let me talk to you <laughs> walking down this ramp is a man who has what did he say Kavorka what is Cavorka?
1: I have no idea. I just chalked it up to like, like spunk, I guess. I don't
0: know. He said, a per- yeah. <laughs> "He said per- k- k- Kavorka is a perpetual momentum machine bad- of oh, yeah. ass- badassery." Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he always, he always says, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and, and Grimes takes ex- exception to him. Interrupts. He says, no, "No, no, this is the million dollar face-off. Not, not LA Knight, is Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes. <laughs> We're going to the moon, and he not and and he says that they, Debiasi also likes Knight. He's been watching. He says he has a chance to be a megastar. He has a million dollar body and a million dollar mindset. And then Grimes interrupts again, and that leads to uh, Knight hitting the what does he call his finish?
1: Um, I don't remember.
0: It's like that weird DDT. It's like, a, a, like it's a DDT driver, basically a front, DDT. yeah, like a inverse DDT driver, but. I don't know what he calls it. I don't think I don't even know if they've called it had a name for it yet, actually.
1: Uh, that I don't know either, yeah.
0: But <laughs> and after he, he hits that DB, as he kind of looks over, Grimes and says, Hey, you just never gonna get it, kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: money, money,
0: money. Money. And then we get the debut in ring of one another, then Frankie Monet. She came out looking like a star. She has a full star entrance. Her entrance is pretty sick.
1: Yeah, it was cool. The outfit yeah. cost, what they say, 73,000 pounds?
0: Hey, I wouldn't be surprised. Which she I think pay. is
1: more than the dollar's worth.
0: I have so. no idea, actually.
1: I think it might be more than the dollar.
0: I don't know. I'm not a uh, currency aficionado.
1: <laughs> Me either.
0: But... <laughs> but She's taking on another than Chicago Hardcore, Cora Jade. I noticed that. Shout out to Elena Black. She's like 20. Crazy that she's got signed so young.
1: Yeah, right? It's like we just saw her and then it felt like the next week she was signed. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I think she had just only been like wrestling for like a year or two.
1: Damn. Very cool. Shout out to her
0: getting signed so early. But uh, basically just domination here by Frankie. Yeah. And she hits like a glam slam for the finish. That was kind of cool. And Beth Phoenix even kind of acknowledged it. Oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought was a cool little shout out. And then we get oh, the grizzled young veterans. Timothy, wait, hold on. Let me try to get the accent. Now. Hold up, Tommaso Champa, Timothy Thatcher. That was a receipt, but now we are done with you. We did not come. For petty petty grievances, we came for championships. <laughs> and I can't, I can't, I can't keep that up for too long. <laughs>
1: You're doing good. Oh, hey, I, hey. yeah,
0: and I've been, I've been practicing in the mirror every day. Yeah, for this moment, <laughs> practicing in the mirror for this moment.
1: <laughs>
0: but he for basically, a moment
1: they, like
0: this. he basically says that they're the the champions that just the division desperately needs, and. When, when he uh when it's their time it's, they're going to close the curtain because they are the grizzled young veterans here it comes here it comes <laughs> soon to be recognized as NXT's number 1
1: number 1
0: hey i love the grizzled young veterans man they're so good yeah i never saw <laughs> that
1: promo either for
0: sure and then so from from one person from across the pond to another <laughs> hologram walter who <laughs> looks like the dude from uh power rangers you know i talking about yeah
1: zordon yeah
0: zordon walter tells imperium basically says hey y'all need to pick it together get it together what have you guys been doing you're losing the breeze angle and right you need to remind them why the mat is sacred a couple jabbers." jobbers I don't I, I, why is Walter a hologram?
1: I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's like, he's like, uh, Charlie from Charlie's angels. You had to come in and like, give him the message. Exactly. Like, why, why aren't they like, why are we with you? Like, why are we stuck over here yeah. <laughs> fighting? Why are we wrestling? Breeze Angle? We should be over there with you.
0: They just got to make sure that the U S knows the mat is sacred. I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a while.
0: And then we get a, uh, Celebration here from Bronson Reed, celebrating his victory of from winning the North American Championship. Just kind of telling his whole story. Good stuff here. How he's been fighting for fourteen years, falling back, falling down, getting back up. All this, and he had all these doubters, but he had to work and grind it out, and he finally made it. And then Legato like, Del Fantasma comes out, and Santos because gets, gets a really good promo here, and he says, "You know, I'm looking at that title, and it says North America, and that just doesn't mean." the u.s that re- represents mexico and when you sp- think about mexico you need to speak about me which i thought was like a cool way to twist that to get him involved in north american title because i think him and reed will put on a banger
1: oh absolutely definitely
0: <laughs> there's a, a uh funny line from joaquin wild he said what about Canada?" so oh we we realized we like, decided not to talk, talk about that <laughs> Just kinda, Damn, kind yeah.
1: kenny omega and jericho are pissed
0: you better get Lance Storm out here. Put on put on the Canadian maple leaf or whatever. I can be it. serious
1: for a second,
0: dude. Man, so good. Lance Storm, <laughs> underrated man. Yeah, he's great.
1: Had a fucking A plus rat tail too back in.
0: Uh, he his rat tail was, was insane. Fairly legal.
1: Nineteen ninety seven.
0: Insane, but blonde too. Yeah, he, hey, him and uh, Frosty Impact tip rat tail. Impact players, man. Him and just That's incredible. Right. Great yep. tag team. Great tag team. <laughs> but this basically ends in a face off where MSK comes down to make the save. So I guess we're going to get a six man eventually with MS. Let me think of something. Let me think of something. MS Colossus oh. against, uh, LDF. See, <laughs> I was off the dome too.
1: Nice.
0: He <laughs> nice. uh, just had to take, hey, gave me a, I needed a second, but I, I got it. I got there. I got give there. Me just give him a second. Back up, back up. If I could be serious for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of serious man, we got a seriously very good main event here. Oh, NXT, yeah. NXT Championship. Carrying Cross and Finn Balor beat the absolute hell out of each other, man. This was brutal stuff here. Um, this is another match where I think you gotta there's gonna be a lot of these on this episode. I'm just uh warning you. Yes, yes. yes. We're so trying to keep minutes.
1: it you know under two hours, people, with all the shows that we watch.
0: <laughs> and just there's so many matches where I can't even go through all the moves, so I'm just gonna go through. The, the main spots, uh, I really liked every, dude. How brutal is every Doomsday Saito that cross through? The one, the ones in this one were, were absolutely disgusting, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
1: and uh, it's crazy, man. Like, he is so good, and I think Balor and Balor's so good. So, like, yeah, it's almost like I don't know if it's, if it's all cross or Balor's just selling it or he knows how to. I don't know. I mean, Balor's not a big guy either, so yeah, absolutely you know yeah but they look fucking gnarly they look they look like they're breaking it's breaking neck <laughs>
0: oh, it's crazy and uh balor i don't know i'm trying to think of who else before i say this i think seamus and balor they bruise up and like welt up the best out of any people in wrestling just because like when they get hit hard it like mm. the, the mark stays on their body really well yeah yeah
1: Seamus makes sense for sure, just because I'll pay you.
0: Yeah, something you can't teach, like something that just, ha- just has to happen naturally. But it works really well because there is a one point where Cross booted fit in the back, and there was just a boot print on his back, and it looked Ooh. like it hurt so bad. <laughs> man, it's brutal stuff, man. But the finish comes here, man, where he hits a uh, clothesline, I think it was forearm to the back of the head. He stomps Balor's head and puts on the cross jacket, and Balor passes out. And that's it. Ref calls for the bell. It's, it wasn't a tap out to pass out, which I love keeping keeping uh, Balor strong. And I think I think that's Finn Balor's last match in NXT. Because what else? You think? What else does he do?
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he 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 has to go back to the fuck. I don't know main roster.
0: I guess. I think that might be his. I, I think that he, what I don't know if is there a anything Walter? interesting. I mean, they could do Walter, but I don't know. They haven't really I mean, been...
1: They'd be fucking stupid not to, but yeah, I don't, I don't think they do, but I, I don't know. Which is Who very knows?
0: unfortunate, very, very unfortunate, because I would love to see that, but... Uh... I thought
1: they were good. They were hinting at that before the pandemic, so maybe... That
0: match was booked before the pandemic.
1: Oh, see, there you go. I, I didn't, But I don't know. But this match was the best match on TV of any other show that I saw.
0: Yeah, on, on regular TV, definitely. Um,
1: I have a question for you. What when at what point did they start doing the thing? Because growing up, at least my generation, and in your generation partly as well, it was also it was always like this thing where you'd put a submission hold or a choke on a guy, and then the ref would do the ten count. You know the the or that was it ten or five or three with the hand three yeah the hand up drop it yeah I never you never see that anymore. It's all just that's it. He's done. Ring the bell.
0: I think with the popularity of the UFC, I think that's where they kind of
1: mm, okay. I didn't even think of that. That's yep. That's it for sure. I,
0: it's just kind of like a thing where because before ECW, I think nobody even tapped out. Like that wasn't a thing that happened. It was always the ref stoppage. Gotcha. Like tapping out was a thing that started in like the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like mid nineties, early nineties. So
1: yeah it, it it makes it makes more sense for this like for the modern day to do that. For sure, like it yeah. makes sense in general, Um, but I just don't. Re- I just remember them always doing that with the hand thing, and then of course on the last one, like The Rock would always <sighs> like, uh, uh, like he's like Hulk Hogan, uh, yeah, like, still yeah. So that's yeah, just weird to think about. But yeah, this is this is fantastic, man. Loved for it, for
0: sure. man. I loved it, and I think I think it's makes more sense because I guess they they did they did do the pass out thing before, but that was more like. I mean, like like the Brett and uh, Austin.
1: Brett and Austin, yeah, at thirteen. But that's what that's what everybody compares it to, um, to that. But also, it it makes sense to save
0: a tap out for like a moment. A where tap
1: out or saves the guy to make him not look as weak. Meat, yeah. I guess for getting Absolutely. lost like Balor would in this case. But yeah, I, I don't know if this if that if this is necessary. They, they rarely. I feel like they rarely did it um back then so that's why it stuck that's why austin and brett
0: stuck out absolutely
1: back then and then with the blood too obviously
0: and i think i guess and it's mostly just now when they do it it's mostly like choke choke holds and like that type of thing you don't really see it on right. like a uh if it's like a camora or like a like all, those type of stuff you'll still get a tap out but if it's yeah if it's a choke hold then you're definitely going to get most of the time now a uh referee stoppage
1: yeah where you can't the guy the uh, guy can't protect himself pretty much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which I, I think is it brings that uh, realism back, which I like.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah, it's like it's, it's way better fitting for modern day than the the guy. It's oh, I'm still hulking up. Exactly. So,
0: but yeah, that was NXT for this week, man. And like you said, probably definitely the best the best in ring match on uh, regular TV. But speaking yeah. of TV, let's go to a uh, Thursday night Impact Wrestling. Opened up with violent by design in the ring, basically saying
1: yeah.
0: that change happens and change in Impact Wrestling was by their design. Which love that, love that. That's wrestling. nice, really Get cool. Shit in. And then uh, ICU himself, Sammy Callahan, the ha- the hacker, makes his way to the ring. He says, "Ever since that dummy Kenny Omega came to Impact, he's seen nothing but a bunch of bull crap." Which is such a ca- such a tiny Sammy Callahan line, like
1: <laughs> a bunch <laughs> and that of raspy crap. ass a bunch of
0: bull crap. Like that just, that, that just, you can, when you hear that sentence, it just makes sense coming out of Sammy Callahan's mouth. <laughs>
1: he always sounds like he's been screaming the night before.
0: Hey, he probably was. <laughs> Sammy Callahan is very unhinged.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's John Moxon's getting, brother.
0: Hey, But he basically, he says that if Moose doesn't get it done, then he's going to be the one to get it done. He says, I want that title shot, no matter what, it's got to come to me. And basically, we get, uh after that Moose comes out, he says, no, you need to stop talking, because after, after Against All odds, it's not going to be any, any any of your business, because Kenny is my business, and I'm going to take care of it. And then, uh of course, the good brother come out of the tech, and they lay them out, and that sets up the main event for tonight. And then we get the first match of the night. We get uh, TJP and Fala Ba taking on Petey Williams and Josh Alexander, Team Canada 2.0. That's not what they're actually calling them, but they're both Canadians, so that's what I'm calling them. <laughs> and, and, uh, Team Canada lost here after uh, TJP had the mama splash on Alexander, which sucks because he's the Uh, ex champion. Boo! Don't pin the champion. And then (laughs) TJP. Yep, absolutely. And and then we got an absolutely, Matt, like really, really, really good promo here from W. Morrissey. Man, he says everybody, everybody here is basically really, really happy and excited that he's here when the cameras are rolling. But be, behind the scenes, everybody's always going to turn their back and bury you. And he even drops a line in here about how the fans say they love you, but when it comes, push comes to shove, they'll turn their back on you too. He drops a line about the the guy who um, posted the video, the YouTube video of him having a seizure at a show. Like he it, it, he went like real life with it. That it was really really good. He says nobody c- contacted him in three years after they saw that footage. They tried to blackball him, but now he's back and he's going to prove people wrong. And
1: damn, it's been three years since he had that seizure. Yeah. Holy shit. It feels yep.
0: like last year or something. It, it was really good, man. And then uh, he he's kind of runs down really swan really swan. Well, really swan <laughs> Rich Swan and Willie <laughs> Mack. And then basically right after he says Rich Swan's name, Rich Swan comes in, tags him. That leads to a little bit of brawl. And man, there was a really, really good promo though. Nice. Hell
1: yeah. Love to see it. Love to hear it,
0: I should say. One hundred percent. I he you looks in great shape. That. He's he's in great shape. So I'm glad he he's bounced back the way he has. But then we get a uh, Rosemary. It's a one, two, three, four, f- eight woman tag. <laughs> I, had to, I, I had to count it out real quick. Uh, eight women knockouts match. Uh, Rosemary, Jessica Havoc, Neil Dashwood, and Rachel Ellering. No, wait, it's 10. I, I, I counted wrong again.
1: 10, Ten women. Ah, ah, ah.
0: Let's try that again. Rosemary, <laughs> Havoc, Neil Dashwood, Rachel Ellering, and Jordan Grace taking on Deanna Purrazzo, Kimberly, Susan, Kiara Hogan, and Tasha Steeles a uh, fun match here. Uh, the face team ends up winning with Rosemary ping, Dion and Purrazzo, which was surprising to me, but that leads to a match that's going to happen at against all odds on. It'll be next weekend. So it's, I think it's next Saturday, which is where Kenny versus, um, Moose is happening. So Moose. that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. But, uh, Impact always runs their their like specials against UFC fights that I'm watching. It's infuriating. It's <laughs> infuriating. Like they like they don't do the paper. Gotta it's got to hurt their business too. Like it's got to it be sure does cuz you know I mean?
1: I'll,
0: yeah. I'll have like the Impact thing up on my phone but I'm watching the UFC on like the TV. <laughs> right,
1: especially you got money, you know what
0: I mean? Exactly. But hey, I guess they they they're those are like the Impact Plus specials anyway, so it doesn't really matter too much, too much. But then we get uh just got in the locker room with TJP and Josh Alexander and he books a 60 uh, minute iron man match for next for this upcoming weeks uh ex- before the impact which is like a like their little pre-show they do but it's going to be Josh Alexander against TJP in a 60 man 60 iron- minute iron man match which th- that should be really good with uh everything aside from yeah. how you feel about TJP that's that'll be a great match
1: wrestling wise for sure
0: exactly and then we get uh, a little update on Mector Cordona. Apparently he's uh, being treated with a fractured orbital bone. I, I don't know if that's like gimmick or not. It says is he's a cage
1: related or not.
0: No, but <laughs> that is, that kind of does relate to this weekend with warrior wrestling. He's supposed to be wrestling Sam Madonna, So I'm hoping it's just a like a work. Cause I, Oh shit. I hope he's not actually hurt, but I, I guess we'll see. Oh yeah. And then the next match we get is a uh, decay. Crazy Steve decay being crazy. Steven, um, Black Torus taking on jo- Johnny Swinger and Hernandez, which is just <laughs> that's a teaming if I've ever heard one. <laughs> but uh Decay picked up the win here. Fun little match. And then the main event, man, Moose and Sammy Callahan taking on the Good Brothers and The Biz Cliz. The Biz Cliz in, in business. And they uh pick up the win. The, they pick up the whiz with the magic Kids. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> on Callahan's. <laughs> They they hit Calla his With the magic kiz I the love one, two, it threes, And they got out of there <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they got out of here, And there's no is on the end
0: But <laughs> let me know What happened across the piz
1: <laughs> Oh across the Across the piz is <laughs> You're taking the piz out of me <laughs> Um, Yeah across the piz NXT UK well, we had a decent show with a fantastic main event. And when you hear who was in it, you're going to be like, ha, huh? okay. But <laughs> stay with me. But anyways, opening the show, we got uh, your boy, Nathan Fraser. Oh, let's go. Taking on Shoal Samuels. And um, he, he, Fraser's had beef with uh, Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels, both getting like, he wrestled Dar I think two weeks ago and Shaw Samuels yeah. cost him the match but that type of shit, but um, but not the case this time. Um, Noam Dar tried to cause the distraction. He ends up getting kicked out by the ref, um, as he should. And Fraser starts out like super fast, super hot. He's um, doing all of his you know his moves. Obviously, but he's going a thousand miles an hour. It looks great, and then things kind of slow down. Shaw Samuels takes over. It starts beating him down. Like I said, Dar tries to interfere, gets kicked out, which causes um, Frazier to get the upset with the frog splash. So I feel like he needs to, Nathan Fraser gets the win here, but he needs to be, uh, he needs to be featured more. I feel like he's so good. And he's so like, does everything so fast, but yeah, Hopefully they have big plans for him. That's all I'm saying. They
0: he, they have to because he's to. he's a prodigy, man. The, the nickname says itself. The prodigy of pro wrestling. He's like exactly like, like might might be the most hard fluid hard guy. Miles. Yeah, like he's might be the most fluid, fast guy I've seen in person ever. Like he moves the way he like how fast he moves across the, around the ring was like some of the fastest I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yep, he hit he hits this move where you know what I'm talking about, where he does a backflip and then catches the guy into like the stinger what is that uh, scorpion
0: desktop. That. yeah that's the aj styles but he,
1: he exactly he does it so like like aj exactly where he does it so smooth you think he's just gonna hit him with a moonsault and he lands it stops for a second boom hits it it's like dude that's so smooth it's like it looks great but yeah hopefully they start doing more with him not that this is not like this is bomb of the barrel or anything but this is mid card for sure but then we get a, a promo from joseph connors and Ginny about a uh, subculture I don't know what if it was the recording or what the fuck, but Joseph O'Connor sounded like he was whispering in the promo. I was like, <laughs> what, the, what is he even saying? So that was weird. But next we get uh, the second match, T.O. Man, which is – who did you say that was?
0: Uh, lucky Kid.
1: Lucky Kid, that's right. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I still don't know what his gimmick is. He's just kind of crazy, and he's, he's kind of a
0: shooter now, I guess. Okay. Uh, Makes sense he, the way he wrestles. So.
1: Yeah, he took on Ashton Smith. And he kept telling him like uh, uh, Oliver Carter's not gonna come help you like he's not your real family the, the 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 i don't I don't know what the angle was, but they go back and forth. It was a decent match. Um, two men ended up winning. he was focusing more on uh Smith's arm old school brother uh, on the left arm, I think it was uh, he tapped out to a cross face Smith okay. did. and after the match then. T.O. Man comes back and puts him in the crossface again and, like, fucks up his arm. And this is what he did with, what was it, Rohit Raja was his, the guy's name. It was his debut, and he fucked yeah. him up. So it's like, he keeps winning, and they're pushing him decently, but he's uh, yeah, like, his gimmick is, like, hurting people now. Okay. Which in NXT UK, it's like, if your gimmick is that you hurt people, you're eventually going to get to a guy that, like, Actually, a fucking yeah. Walter, or, uh, you know, somebody that you better, so, like, he, he's not on that does, that's not really his gimmick as far as like being a shooter that yeah. in that way. It's weird. So um but yeah, they're pushing him. So there you go. But uh, next we get Kenny Williams against Andy Wilde. you know him?
0: Never heard of him, I don't think.
1: Yeah, he's uh he reminds me of JD Drake.
0: Okay. What's that? Like, Is like that the guy's big, name? Yeah, um, yeah, JD Drake. He's in AEW yeah. with uh he's part of the hit the, what's it called? The uh Bononi and the wingman the wingman. Yes. In.
1: Yes. He reminds me of him, the look and the like style. Yeah. Um he got a little bit of offensive, but this was a squash. Kenny Williams is like a new gimmick now. He shaved his beard so now he's like uh, this is the new me. And it's like, okay. Cool.
0: Is, is he Hake a baby face now?
1: Yeah, he's like uh, he, but he's not. I just so nah. I don't know. That's what he Boo. that's like that's the yeah, that's what it should be. Perfect, but it wasn't. But enough of that. Main event time. Okay. Sam Gradwell, really against Trent Seven. I can see this that being good. Fucking match was phenomenal. It was so good. Like, oh. cannot say sing this praises enough of this match. And going into it, I was like, okay, this is gonna be okay because the lead up to it was Trent Seven is uh, calls himself um. One of the founding fathers of NXT UK and Sam Gradwell takes offense to it because I guess he was around as well and okay. doesn't get any credit. So he's like, you're not a God. Like, you're not a founding father. I am like, I'm in that with you. as our NXT UK. <laughs> so they go back and forth, obviously. Then this leads to this match. Um, they beat the shit out of each other, like stiff as fuck. Uh, Trent Seven chopped him so fucking hard that it left a... Like if you were going to outline somebody's hand in in red, a red pen. Uh, that's what it looked like. It oof. was just gnarly. Like you could just perfectly see the fingers. You can see everything. It was like a Walter match, man. Brutal. Trent Seven's chopping the fuck out of him. And after that, I feel like if I would have seen that, I'd be like, eh, maybe I'll chop the other side. No, motherfucker, just kept <laughs> chopping.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: and um. uh I'm trying to think. It was so much shit that went on. This match was so good. Um, Sam Gradwell, uh, he was he started getting heat back on uh, Trent Seven, so he was taking it to him, taking it to him. And then Trent Seven hit a DDT on him. He has this like little mohawk. Yeah. When he hit the DDT it, like flattened the mohawk. It was kind of fun. <laughs> That's sick.
0: Um,
1: oh, so uh, Sam Gradwell's outside the ring. Trent Seven hits a dive through the bottom rope. And he's going a thousand, and he's going so fast. He was going like Darby Allen speed. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, yeah, hit him like it looked like it hit him like right in the neck. Um, but eventually, it, it was so many false finishes in this, and I mean, not too much, but it, it, was, it was just the right amount. Just watch this fucking match. That's all I'm going to say. I'm
0: going to check it out. Definitely,
1: it was really good. I uh, believe me. Um, and, but Trent Seven gets the win with a burning hammer. Obviously, hey, love that. And I wish for a little bit in me wishes that Sam Gretel would have won this just because of how to elevate he, a, little, a little bit. Exactly. And he had just beat Dave Mastiff. So like this would be like, here's this, he's a serious contender because of how brutal the match was. We're going to talk and about, maybe,
0: we're going to talk about something similar like that in a second. Let me tell okay. you, let me tell you,
1: <laughs> let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Nope. I'd watch it
0: i definitely gonna check that out. Make sure to seek that one out, and I, I uh, recommend everybody else does too. Because if hey, if you're singing the praises that high, you're yeah, you're, you're not too, you're not gonna throw out uh, just just you're not gonna sing those high praises for no reason. So I'm trying to no, it. definitely not. And <laughs>
1: NXT UK like, there's matches like this, but you gotta you gotta like wait for them. I'm yeah. I'm not trying to shit on, them, but like you really gotta. They make you they make it worth it though for sure.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, speaking of something that was worth it, man. we AEW. Oh my god, that I I tried to say AEW double in the same like breath and it, it AEW double is what it came out. <laughs> AEW. <laughs> yeah, let me get a
1: number three and an A double.
0: Exactly, <laughs> AEW double or nothing, man. Twenty twenty one. Before we go and break down the card overall, how fun was this show, man? Dude,
1: this might have been the. Best pay-per-view And I was really Going back and forth on like Was it the wrestling? Was it the Crowd? Was it a combination of both? Um, You know, going hand In hand Um, And I think that is the case, I think that Was just because it was live, all the people were There finally, everybody's back, the wrestlers Probably were like, we want to put on the best We can, obviously I think they do that regardless, but Yeah, man, this was I'm really trying to think what the last pay per view I watched. I was like, I really enjoyed every match. You know,
0: uh, it's this. It's definitely the best pay per view of the year so far.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But I, I think that's I think that's also kind of a given though too with the crowd, live crowd being there. At least,
0: yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think only post come- COVID.
1: What's well, not? So we're not going to say post COVID, but like, yeah. um, post live people being there. I guess
0: post post uh lockdown i guess you could say like post things big post things being open again there
1: you go yep
0: but yeah this is such a fun match man or not a fun match fun show (laughs) but just top to bottom besides one thing i'll get into i'll get into that i I have a lot i have a lot to say (laughs) about one of these matches but and i think if (laughs) if if, if you've heard if you heard last week you'll know exactly what i'm talking about because oh my god (laughs) But before we get into that, I want to talk about one match from this week's Dynamite on Friday. Hangman Page and Joey Janela beat the absolute hell out of each other. Dude, mm.
1: I feel like Joey Janela beat the hell out of Adam Page without even like beating him up, really.
0: Yeah, and then and hey, man, I feel like all
1: the like like hits that he took were on accident.
0: And then Hangman said, "All right, you're gonna get a receipt." That exactly. the buckshot like, at the end know, of that, he didn't oh, like. Yeah. He didn't even try to make it look good. He says, "I'm just gonna kill you." Like that was like a Stan well, Hansen, take take my forearm and put it into your face.
1: <laughs> I mean, if somebody kicked, like, what did he do? He kicked him in the mouth, and I think that's what made him bleed. But he did, did it? it on accident. It wasn't on, It yeah. wasn't like a move or anything. But then he did. He did two things to him that were like a move. Or maybe they were. Maybe one of them was.
0: But the kick for sure fucked them up. And the, the German to the, the uh, turnbuckle looked brutal, too.
1: Yeah. Something else. Something. I'm trying to think what else happened in that match. But definitely the kick in the face and then probably what you're saying. But I'll give you, like, me personally, it's like, all right, I'll give you one thing. And then, like, you kick me in the face I the family now? Bro.
0: It's like, you got to wow. get it back. You got to get, get it bro. back. You got to get it back and hanging man waited the whole match he said i'm gonna get him at the end yep. <laughs> and he destroyed this dude <laughs> like he <laughs> bl- that was the like most brutal buckshot i've ever he like he did not care if it looked good he said you're gonna take i'm gonna hurt you right <laughs> like, he he for wanted joey. that was a receipt Yeah. and joey shoot hurt after that match <laughs> like he i'm I don't-
1: sure
0: i don't like he's like he like off of the gcw shows this weekend now like he's <laughs> oh damn hey man put some he blasted this dude <laughs> like hey it's like
1: go. i
0: i watched a gif of it a few times and it like <laughs> ouch it was just ouch but man this happened to aww nothing man let's start with the, the buy-in match nwa world's women's championship serena deep Rijo who we what a way to start man <laughs> jesus this was it,
1: just, this really sets that and i i had to go back and watch because i had missed this match and you were singing its praises um for me to go back and watch it because usually the case with the pre-show match i'm not trying to shit on it but i think i think wwe is kind of Brainwashed, at least me. Yeah, thinking that the pre-show is like, oh, this is the one that this is the match that you don't really have to watch it. But yeah, exactly. This was worth watching, and this set a precedent for um,
0: the whole show, the rest of the
1: show. Yeah, exactly.
0: Man, it was so good. Like (laughs) the fact this was on a pre-show, it shows you how good the rest of the car was going to be. Because man, did they pull out everything here? This was the false finishes to like there was so much like i was i, I was fully believing Riho was gonna win at some point she hit like a disgusting double stomp to the back in this match which yeah. like and, and then there was one spot where she goes for a double stomp on the apron and, she, and serena deep moved it looked like her knee like buckled in the nastiest way reho's and then serena just kept targeting that the whole match and she hits i don't even know how to describe this it was like a double dragon leg whip yes off the top like off the middle rope it looked like your knee would explode like how do you yeah, <laughs> could yeah I, he was like
1: for sure heel in this match it was oh like yeah. Whole heel. so yeah i thought the same thing i, I kept thinking that Riho's gonna win at some some points yeah
0: it was this was just awesome stuff here man and, um and the finish i thought was great and because she hits like an inverted dragon leg screw and then grabs her in the uh deep tox, which is the, like the close cloverleaf clo- basically and she slams her knee into the mat so many times. And, then yeah. crank, and the way she cranked it back was... She was like, all
1: right, it's going to touch her <laughs> head.
0: Yeah, her, the, her foot touched her head. It, it was, definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> was brutal like, stuff, man. God. Absolutely brutal. I loved it. <laughs> I yeah, loved it. it. It's of course, like So, of course, Serena D picks up the win after destroying Riho's knee. <laughs> yep. And then let's move on to the main show. Starts off hot here, man. Hangman Adam Page, the man who destroyed Joey Janela, <laughs> <laughs> taking on the machine, Brian Cage, who comes out in full Terminator mode. He has like the full like the half Terminator face that he's used on the Indies a bunch of times. And in an yeah. impact. Very dope. And it's they sun said, ain't even going down. no, head had And they said, all right, sun's not down, but we're going all out, man. This is they started off this show so hot Be- within like two minutes. I look I turned my head. And they, he's already hitting a uh, inside out suplex to the ramp, which Hangman bounced off of that ramp. It looked like it hurt yeah. so bad. Like, yeah, definitely. Because that's not definitely. like it's not like it's that's not like a mat where there's like cushion It's just the ramp, and he fully bounced. It looked like it hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal, man. So much stuff in this match. Um, the the avalanche F five was insane,
1: <laughs> dude. I was like, all right, well, there it is. I thought that was the match. <laughs> so did I
0: hangman hitting an f5 was awesome yeah it was impressive (laughs) brian cage is a big dude like (laughs) yeah that's uh, all muscle baby exactly um so much stuff here uh german suplex into the power bomb into the buckle bomb into the lariat into the spin out liger bomb for two that one got me i thought that was it like (laughs) yeah i was i was like
1: how is that not it i'm like what the fuck else is gonna take
0: that's hangman but so so that and then uh ricky Starks and and, uh hook come down Try, and he tries to slide Cage the, the FTW title. He says, no, I don't need this. Because on uh, Friday Night Dynamite page, was like, you can do this without those guys. Just c- c- face me one-on-one like a man. So Brian says, okay, I will. And so basically here is the this dissension where he, he tries to pass the belt away. And they're like, what are you doing? And Taz is on commentary. like, what are you doing, Brian? <laughs> Brian, what are you doing, you mark? <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> the mock of Cage. And they just... Arguing back and forth basically and that leads to Cage going back on the offense and that's where he goes for he goes for a buckshot lariat too, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh he throws Hangman over the top rope. He thinks he like just basically throws him all the way to the floor, but hangman holds on. This the way they did this finish was perfect because he he throws him and as he turns, he thinks he already already has hangman all the way out to the outside, so he could go talk to Hook just try to get get him to go away. But hangman holds on like at the last second comes back up and as hell as Hangman hung on the crowd like they could feel it coming. They were like at the edge of their seats. The buckshot hits and huge pop. One two three. So and how about the pop Hangman got when he came out to?
1: Oh yeah, he's over. It he's over for sure.
0: A erupt, rough eruption of just cheers, man. It's dude, people so love Hangman,
1: which proves that like he's the next guy. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely the next guy. Guy and I'm I selfishly selfishly i hope it's not till november <laughs> if, if, no, if, you. if if even that early i don't i don't think kenny should lose the belt at the next pay-per-view i think he should get another defense in there but we'll, we'll get yeah. to that we'll get to that and then man <laughs> speaking of over jesus well, he
1: he does have one well yeah he's he well after we'll see we'll get into it in this show so he does have one more defense
0: yeah but I,
1: I, and then I guess one more after that
0: I, I i think i don't know i i want i don't know because once he drops the aw belt then all the other belts kind of just become a, irrelevant so you oh, would they think, have to you would think, think they want i don't know
1: yeah i don't know i don't know which one goes first i feel like if one goes they all the rest of them have to start going
0: yeah so it's 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 a very tough situation it'll be interesting to see how they do it how they do yeah. it but with that being said man <laughs> They they started out hot and they did not get any any uh, cooler here because they go to the the World Tag Team Championships. The buckers is uh, the the Wild Things, is what I'm calling them. John the Wild Moxley. Things, yeah. It well, was going Wild King. sure. dude. Their entrance had me so fired. up. <laughs> <laughs> they come through the crowd. John Moxie's just throwing chairs. Losing his mind, drinking beers. He he supposed a Sandman drinks a beer, smashes on his head. They come out <laughs> to the whole crowd singing Wild Thing along with them.
1: Kenny
0: kingsters like, this guy's fucking nuts. <laughs> I love it, man. Good, So good. And uh they attack the Bucks during the streamers, which I thought was perfect. Like yeah, and, and they just immediately go at it. Um uh, they hit Cutler with the um the violent crown, is what they're calling. It. Like the, the um the thing that we said that they probably wouldn't do anymore because it looked like it killed people and yes. <laughs> it looked like it killed Brandon Cutler. So. What's that
1: called again? It's called a half and
0: half or something? It's a, a half and half, and then it, he and Moxley hits the Lariat on him, which That's is- right. My like, I I said it last week. Moxley has to kill the person with the lariat for it to look good. And Brandon Cutler, sorry bud, but he gave it to he he definitely <laughs> gave it to him. damn luck. The man has like five broken bones in his face, and he still took that, which is insane. That's <laughs> he, nuts. Man. He had like a broken orbital, a broken like something else. Oh. He should not be taking that move.
1: Hell no, because it's like sinuses, all kind of shit. You yeah, know. Hey, yeah. He, Just he, sneezing can fucking pop your eyeball
0: out. He'll die for this business.
1: <laughs> I'll die for this. It's still real to me, damn it.
0: But man, how good was this match?
1: This is one of those... I'm surprised that you didn't pull the... Uh, there's too much to really... You just have to see the match for yourself line because... It's, and it's always true when you say it. And it's definitely true with this. This was a fucking... Like... Man, A-plus match because... I think this is the best tag team match since Bucks, Kenny, and The Hangman.
0: Uh, I really like Bucks F- FTR too. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I think tough. this maybe, was... Maybe because of the crowd for this one. I think I think you might, yeah. it might it might beat that one out.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, it, I don't know. I'd, Bucks FTR was kind of like, I feel like it was almost rushed to me. I don't know why I feel like that.
0: I think if um, if that match was in front of a crowd, it would have been. It's so hard to look back at any matches and to compare them now with this stuff because like the crowd is true makes oh, everything.
1: True. And then I'm trying to like see to if I think it's better than the Revolution match. No, that, that's I the think best Revolution was better seen. just because I was there, so maybe I'm biased. But
0: if, I think I think watch that match back. That's the best taxi match I've ever seen in my life.
1: This, yeah, it's the best one I've ever seen live for sure, hands down.
0: I, I, I think like after rewatching it again like not even from live i think it's the best tag team match i've ever seen like oh ever, <laughs> ever. yeah oh it's, wow okay. it's my favorite tag team match ever i think damn yeah uh, i mean like, <laughs> that's hard to argue for sure not uh taking like tlc i'm talking about like it's just a pure tag team match like yeah, yeah. tlc i'm not counting cuz that's like a, a gimmick that's match that's like no. its own like yeah, that's a that's a whole different category but like just a pure 2 on 2 tag team match that's my favorite ever of all time which is like, yeah,
1: it's gotta. It's up there for sure. It's Absolutely, really,
0: it's a damn good match.
1: Um, but yeah, man, this fucking match was so good, and they just did so much. It's, I'm trying to remember everything that they did.
0: I, I was um, gonna, I was gonna say, this is one where all I the wanna... like
1: funny, like not ha, I'm not trying to say ha ha spots, but like all the spots where like they were gonna hit the.
0: The, the shield, shield bomb. power
1: bomb. No. Wow. <laughs> there was a part where I think it was the buck sprayed mox in the face with the cold spray and, and mox- then threw the ca- or, No, was it mox that did it?
0: No, he, uh, Nick, no, Matt hit him in, like sprayed him in the, the cold spray and just destroyed him with it. Like he hit him yeah, so he, hard. Like, he bonked him on the head with it. <laughs> like, like and that's what made him, him bleed. Can, I'm
1: like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he, he didn't yeah.
0: work it. He he said, <laughs> "I bet Moxie's like, you, hey, if you don't do something to make me bleed, I'm a gig for no reason. Yep. So you better do it." <laughs>
1: exactly. Did you see him gigging though?
0: Yeah, yeah, man. There's just too much to call here, but it's so just so good. Like, you, we knew going into this, it was gonna be great. But like, sometimes I kind of forget how good of a tag team wrestler John Moxley is because, like, he had the whole Shield run. He's a great tag team wrestler, and it just it showed here because he it was. Amazing match, man. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows attack at one point, and <laughs> Frankie Kazarian comes out the Elite Hunter, oh, he comes yeah. out makes a save. I, I love love that. I-, I think that'll be really fun. I, I would love to see Carl Anderson and Frankie Kazarian get like a 20 minute match on Dynamite. Yeah, that would, be, that would be great. That'd be a banger right there. So I'm interested to see where they go with that. May- maybe they do a TV defense of uh, Kenny versus Kazarian. That I would like that a lot actually. Like a TV title defense,
1: yeah. yeah, I could see that. Where he's like, I've gone through everybody, and now all this exactly. stuff. Uh,
0: but yeah, we'll see. I think that'd be good. Or even give me a Nick Jackson versus Frankie Kazarian match because Nick Jackson's singles matches are always nuts.
1: Yeah, I feel like I don't think he goes back to the Bucks so Maybe I don't know. I mean, it, I'd be fine with that match. It'd so be interesting.
0: Fun. It'd be interesting. But man, this match is so good. But the finish, I love because they hit. Oh, first off, I, I can't believe I almost forgot this. Shout out to Excalibur for, for the call here. They they pick up, when they make the address, they had the Dior's that they stole. Mm-hmm. And they hit the Dior's Day Vice, the dude's device with the Dior in the I hand. I saw that. I, I didn't love even... that.
1: Did they say that in the commentary?
0: <laughs> Excalibur called it Dior, the Dior's Day Vice. And I was like, let's go. That's... <laughs> I
1: missed that. That's hilarious.
0: I wish Jim Ross would have said it. Imagine Dior, oh, Dior, you don't Dior's Day Vice.
1: You don't know what a Dior is or. You know I mean? I barely know
0: what it is. Hey. Christian Dior, Dior. I've been in all the stores. When it rains, it pours. She's like the way you are. <laughs> RIP Pop Smoke.
1: Hey, shut up. Hey, but, shut up, Pop Smoke.
0: But with that being said, man, the Dior's advice, but the finish of this match, they just brutalized John Moxley. They, get, they hit him with not one, not two, not even three, but four BTE triggers for the win, which keeps Moxie strong. And I love that they didn't ping it, pin Eddie Kingston. I love that.
1: Yeah, I do too. I love and that. I love that he's bleeding too. He's like bleeding profusely when, it hit that, yeah. when they hit that last one. Like,
0: yeah, you know, they yeah.
1: really came to him.
0: They <laughs> did definitely. And I, man, it just makes me so happy seeing Eddie Kingston in a match of this caliber, getting like the, the huge baby face hot tag. He did the uh, four pillars hot tag, So He did one, like a move from all four of the four pillars, which I thought was awesome.
1: Somebody was wearing the four pillars shirt. It was Ortiz on, in the uh, package. Right. Yep. That's right. That's what it was. I yep. want that
0: shirt. Shirt's sick.
1: That's dope.
0: But yeah, he hit he hit like a uh Akira Tawe Inzaguri, he hit a backdrop driver. He he hit everything. He a shout out to all the four pillars, which are his favorite wrestling, so it's so cool. Very dope. But man, just so good here. So good. And of course, the young bucks retained.
1: Yep. We and knew then, it. So what for as far as um our predictions, we've gotten everything right so far, right? Both of us?
0: Yeah, we both got these right. And then we, later, we had everything
1: with the same picks except for uh, Battle, the, the, Royale Battle Royale and
0: Something Sting other. and Darby.
1: Sting and Darby, I think you
0: were. Like. No, 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 no. Was it Sting and Darby? I, I think we were the same on that. It was Cody. That's what it was. Was it Cody? I think you said Cody was gonna win, and I yeah said if Cody wins, I yeah we'll get there. We'll <laughs>
1: get there. Just say nothing. I told you you're venom inside.
0: Oh, uh, it was about to come out right there. I was, I was ready to
1: like a cold record.
0: Oh man, uh, we'll get there. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let me calm we'll get down. grit your teeth. Grit your teeth. But yeah, as a right, I we'll get we'll, we'll we'll do the the prediction run out right the end. But I think gotcha we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there let me not get ahead of myself because i'm getting fired <laughs> up right now thinking about that match but <laughs> <sighs> next we got the uh, casino battle royale man uh, max caster out out for in part of the first group uh it's max caster christian cage powerhouse hobbs dustin rhodes and one poor person matt sidell Matt Seidel, yeah, that's what it was. And Max Caster, of course, he drops his little uh, rap before. He says, Christian, you were better when you had an edge, which I, I loved. <laughs> just Damn. And he says something about Dustin Rhodes. Uh, I don't remember what Damn. he said. but And then uh, he said, Seidel, of course, you're going to slip up, which it's just too easy right there. Yeah,
1: He's like, come on. It's been almost a year.
0: But this this was a fun match, man. Uh, Matt Hardy came out, and then the second thing, and him and uh, Isaiah Cassidy jump ten as he's coming out, and ten just to be basically like, destroys him. <laughs> but I think the the main story of this, I have to, I think I'm just gonna name like the guys who were either the most over or had the best showings. Penta in his Joker gear was so sick, <laughs> so
1: dope, very dope. Um, I don't know what is it with um like Luchador guys that uh, it's like a big um. They're like, big comic book fans, I guess.
0: Because, like, Ray's been doing it for years, you know? Yeah.
1: WrestleMania 20 against Matt Hardy. He was Daredevil. Yeah. Um, might go back farther than that. I don't know. But, yeah. He was... Uh, then the there's fa- like a fa- no, go
0: um, ahead. Phantom? Or Phantasm? Phantasm? The uh, Eddie Guerrero... Um, yeah. Yep. Phantasm. You're right. Phantasm, yeah. The... Um, what match? Halloween Havoc 97? Yep. Classic year. Uh, yeah. I think it's just kind of... From just like a visual standpoint, I guess when you look at Luchadors, they kind of look like superheroes. I guess it just kind of makes sense yeah, the, that's true. for the two yeah. to be intertwined.
1: Yeah, and Ray, his is like every week; it's a different one. Yeah, he has Wolverine and fucking all in.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs>
1: Batman, I just seen he was it was Batman recently. <laughs>
0: Batman, uh, Penta was Batman not too long ago either.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, and then for a while he had like one eye.
0: Yeah, like the Venom. Covered
1: like Ray, too. So I don't know if that's... I don't know what that is.
0: I don't either. But, man, just Pencil had... He had a huge pop here, too. He's just as over as he always was. Varsity Blondes got a really good pop also.
1: Yeah, Sean Ross Sapp uh, posted on Twitter. Did you see this? He was obviously there, but they did like the meet and greet thing thing, Yeah. And
0: And he showed the line
1: for the Varsity Blondes was fucking out the door. I was like, damn, that's crazy.
0: They were over. They were over. Love to see it. Um, Who else had a great showing here? Uh, we'll talk about him more, but Jungle Boy, man, his entrance—he got a huge pop. The crowd was l- losing it, man. And love the song, exactly. And let's just get to the Joker, man. The the clock strikes zero. And I'm like, I, I don't. I'm hoping. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be Nick Gage. And then I hear Leo Rush. Like, oh my God, how did I not think of that? I I love that. I fully am with Leo Rush being in AEW. He's actually not signed it came out this week that he signed a new Japan right now, actually.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm.
0: But with the new Japan deal, he's, he can work like per appearance deals with AEW. So man, give me Ray Phoenix versus uh, Leo rush. Give me oh, Darby Allen him. versus Leo rush. Give me so many matches that he can have an AEW. Um, Definitely.
1: Um, the other thing that fooled me. Cause I thought for sure I was going to win this bet with big show being the thing was if you look at the, like the, Title card for this match. Yeah, it has all of their co- like faces on cards, and it has the mystery card
0: as is, is the king. Yeah,
1: they also had Big Show as the king card.
0: Uh it could have been no. like an in plain sight thing. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs>
1: oh, okay, yeah, 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 they're gonna do it, and nope, they nope, fucking nope. did it, and I'm glad they didn't because No Rush is a better choice.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought it was great that he was that was he was in here. Um, who did you have winning this in the predictions?
1: I said Christian. I, I believe. I,
0: we i think we both said christian and i think you're right i think you're right but that's not what happened cuz it, it comes down to the last three being uh christian matt hardy and jungle boy and matt matt hardy's trying to carny his way into like working together He's like oh, we have so much history let's do it he does like the the edge of christian knuckle bump which yeah <laughs> and then uh christian says no 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 get out of here tosses him out <laughs> and i'm fully believing that Christian's gonna win at this point. Like I'm like, okay, there's no way that he's it's not, he's not going over right. here.
1: Same.
0: And I I'm glad they didn't go that way because the crowd would have turned on them so quick because they were they were singing Jungle Boy's song for like the last five minutes of this match, waving their hands back and forth. So good. It's like it. Uh, I. This is like. It just goes to show how good AEW. Ha- has done with building these young stars.
1: Oh, for sure. And uh, this is also another reason that to me that, that Christian didn't win with, was good. And jungle boy winning was that he he. This might be Christian's call too, of him coming back and be like, no, I want to elevate these guys. I would like to have a match with Kenny Omega at some point, or you know, for the title, whether I win yeah. or not, blah, 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 blah. but along the way, I'd like to push up Ricky Starks, a uh, uh, powerhouse Hobbs, a uh, uh, jungle boy,
0: yeah absolutely i i loved it man the finish was cool too like they're on the apron tease and he teases the uh kill switch on the apron which i thought would would be sick oh
1: yeah
0: <laughs> don't think i've ever seen him do that i don't think no me
1: either and that'd be nuts too be that's hard, why yeah. I, we never seen it because we would have remembered that
0: yeah exactly and I, you know jungle boy would take that on his forehead <laughs> oh yeah would, he's spiking himself for sure on that yeah, but the, the finish was awesome he, he goes to push him into the uh ring post jungle boy like does like a six one nine around it basically to avoid it and he ends up eliminating christian and the crowd loses their mind man leo um at leo uh, what is his name marco Anyway, <laughs> i, knew, I knew it ended with an oh marco stunt and uh luchasaurus come out and celebrate which was a great moment those that guy uh, marco and jungle boy specifically like both gcw guys so i know they've been uh friends for a long time so it's cool to see them get to share that moment together and just and then after christian and him have a little bit of a moment too and um, i heard somewhere that christian and luke perry apparently were close friends so i guess oh okay it was a yeah, deeper was a moment, moment just than like the the veteran to the the young boy it was like kind of a somebody who's was close with his father getting to share that moment with him which was really cool
1: very cool being able to like your dad would be proud you know
0: yeah exactly like really cool stuff there man but <sighs> Here we go. Here (laughs) we go. Let me...
1: (laughs) Say it like the Joker, too. Like, here we go.
0: If I could be serious for a moment. You may. The floor is yours, sir. So next we got Anthony Agogo, the governor, taking (laughs) on the American dream, Cody Rhodes. (laughs) And, (laughs) And, uh... So... Let, let let me just paint a picture here this whole since anthony gogo has debuted what is this thing man a
1: fucking um what has it been
0: like what 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 has they what have they been building about him
1: that he doesn't um I don't know that he doesn't appreciate America, I guess.
0: Or... The way I'm going, they've been building that one punt, that punch. He has that oh, knockout the punch! Call. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The punch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, of
0: course. He, he destroys Billy Gunn. He destroys Austin Gunn. He destroys... It's one punch and it's a wrap. So please explain to me how the hell Cody Rhodes takes five punches, four to five the gut. Time. Five times. Four to the gut. One to the face and an uppercut from this guy, and then beats him with the cop collar. But the, the Verdebreaker homicides calls it the cop killer. Cody Rhodes is for sure called the cop collar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cop collar. Cop collar. That you'd meet. Um, Why? I don't know because. I was going from one house to another when this match happened. So I missed it and I was getting the report from you on it. And it was Pissed. not a pleasing report. <laughs> so stop. I had to go back and watch it um, after the pay-per-view. And I was like, this isn't so bad at first. And then once it was like one punch, two punch, three punch, four. And it's like five. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's. It's a little overdoing it. And then he hit the vertebrae breaker and I'm like, what the fuck? Why did he even, I've never even seen him fucking. He's ever done that move.
0: He's done. He's done it. And it's never looked good. Once <laughs> he does not yeah. have a good vertebrae breaker. It looks so bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not a good idea. It's not stupid. Stupid for sure.
0: It's dumb. And if Cody had to win, if he absolutely had to win, first of all, I don't know why he would win because they're building this guy. He's a killer. He's an Olympic boxer. But yeah. if we had to win, it should be a thing where a go-go doesn't hit the punch. He can't get it. And then, in the end, Cody's wrestling expertise is what gets him to win. A go-go making, like, a rookie mistake. But no, a go-go was having a good wrestling match. He looked good here. A go-go's performance here was good. The, like, he he looked like a million bucks. I thought he performed really well. That Olympic slam he hit after the, up, the punch to the gut was awesome. He had a really good mm-hmm. frog splash. And just why the finish should have been if all right, so here's how I would have done the finish with Cody, with Cody not winning. Cody puts on the figure four, and a go go punches this dude in the face. He's an Olympic boxer, and Cody just no sells it. That should be the finish. Cody goes for the figure four, gets punched in the face, knocked out, match over. Like, all right, how is that like? <laughs> I can't comprehend how Cody Rhodes and every how did they think? Yeah, I can take all these punches, and it makes sense. When everybody else is, Austin Gunn is spitting blood from getting hit twice. Right, Cody Cody gets hit five times, and he he's fine. <laughs> like, right, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like and
1: like he was with the crowd. He was like the he was clearly the baby face with this crowd, <sighs> yeah. which it was like. When you put when you so when you brought this up from the beginning of this angle from 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 the jump when he when he gave that promo and I was down the middle on it just because it's like it's Cody I see the passion but then you read between the lines like you did and you pointed out to me I was blinded by my uh, my love of a good promo or a passionate promo I guess I don't even say a good promo and I'm looking at it and it's like okay but th- yeah he this guy doesn't like this guy doesn't like america and atlanta has segregation and and but this is all from qt like the whole angle is yeah qt kicked you out and took over your your gym or whatever the fuck like and took over took these guys with them and they're the factory like and then it gets tied into america versus the uk and It's like, I'm going to stand up for America and my my half black daughter is going to not be in a segregated school. And I'm going to prove that by beating up a black guy like
0: he beats up. uh, uh, Okay, I mean, he beats up the half blind Olympic hero, black guy,
1: half blind.
0: His, his, he's, that's why he had to stop boxing. His left, he can't see out of his, he's 78% blind in his left eye.
1: That makes it even fucking worse. I didn't even know that. So it makes it even worse. And then you get this match, which I'm watching and I'm like, okay, this is fine. But with what we've seen so far, usually the Cody match is like the fucking top of the list. Like you know what it, I mean?
0: it's normally good storytelling. And there was nothing good storytelling in this match.
1: Nothing made sense. It was like he, it was like from the jump. He was like, he got all the bad feedback, which he did, and I know he saw it because he talked about it, he yeah. About it, and then he was just like, "Ah, fuck it! I'm just gonna keep going with this." When this was the perfect time to be to do a heel turn, if you like, if you had done a heel turn, all of this would have made like maybe it wouldn't have made sense, but at it would least
0: be something, something. would have made it fucking is.
1: sense out of it.
0: It, it would have makes... came out in
1: full maga gear.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> then what? Then what would we have done? I would have been like, "Okay, he's fucking heal for sure."
0: <laughs> I would hate it because, like, that's not the type of heal anybody wants to see. <laughs>
1: no, no, I mean, I mean, AEW for sure. I don't know how much longer they last after that, but
0: it's... if you were
1: gonna go heal, I don't think he gets any more heal on that baby.
0: You know what it is? Like the past six months of Cody Rhodes. If you think about it, it seems so self-serving. I don't get it because at the beginning of AEW, he had all these great programs where he like great storytelling, and then since these past six months, he's had he just like I don't get it. He has the Shack thing, which was cool, that was sick, but then he has he comes back, beats Brody Lee, he comes and then he has the the Metro Penta. Where he has an injured shoulder, takes the shoulder breaker from Penta so the already injured shoulder, gets up, no sells it, and then wins. <laughs> and then now he, he has
1: but the QT thing, they took him out with uh what did they do, hit him with the stairs or something.
0: Yeah, but like even the, the Penta thing, the whole story of that was oh, he talks about his daughter, it's all it's all so self serving. Like it seemed, it's so like He talked about this
1: when I don't remember. We talked about this before, though. Where he, it seems like he's like past wrestling. He wants to be in his eyes. He's a he's a rock, or he's um, a, tr- a triple agent Stephanie. Like him and Brandy are past this.
0: It's so past wrestling. You know it's what I mean? So weird, man. Like it just uh, to me, it just seems like he his all his stories would be all about Cody. It's like his the purpose of the story is for Cody to get pushed over. And like sometimes, like there's no reason for. The only thing, reason I can think of is he was like, okay, Memorial Day, I'm going to have a match where I can be the American dream. And it and it seemed so forced because it didn't – that's something where we he should have saved it where for, it was like a big feud. This is something he pulled out of his ass after a two-week program where it start didn't even start that way. He just made it like uh, – ter- not good, man. It, no. This just wasn't good. No. And I hate to say it because I love Cody. and But the past six months, uh, he's – it's not good. He hopefully he corrects the ship eventually, but like right now, nah, uh. I
1: didn't. I don't think I hated it as much as you. And you have every. I mean, all of your points are valid and very valid, and uh, you're very correct on everything you just said. Um, it's for sure the worst match on the show.
0: Easily, like <laughs> without a doubt, easily
1: the worst match on the show.
0: And the, and that goes to like what I said last week. Everything Cody's done for the past six months to a year is in a vacuum. It doesn't relate to anything else on the show. Like it just, yep. it seems like it's a whole different show, which doesn't make it's so weird.
1: And it also, uh, this was to me the reason, the only reason I say I, I didn't hate it entirely is because it, it just seemed like a dynamite match. It was so like middle of the road, like it didn't make sense, and for all the reasons it's already listed. And it's like I was just like, oh, okay, well, what the fuck? What's the next match, next.
0: Exactly. It. it... Hated it, but something I didn't hate. Let's go on to the positive because the rest of the show wasn't positive. Miro <laughs> it's versus all from here, Mar- buddy. Exactly. Miro versus Archer for the TNT title. This match ruled. That I it wasn't the match I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to come on just like have like the stiff, uh, pause match. But they said mm-hmm. no. We're going to go all out. Miro- Archer immediately dives over all, all out of the ring into the to the ramp and almost kills himself. It's like oh they're about to yes. go crazy. They're about to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this match ruled, man. Miro belly to bellying Archer. Over the top, like over the uh, barricade, was nuts, yeah. and then doing it the opposite direction too. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yep. <laughs> it's a big boy to be doing that too.
1: That's why I was like, "Oh, I see all the wrestlers. Okay, and they're for sure gonna throw them into the the jobbers or whatever they are out there." Yeah, <laughs>
0: this was, this was so fun, man. Um, was there anything that really stuck out to you before I got get to the finish?
1: Um, every time that uh, Archer does that moonsault, he rocks. He walks the top rope and then does that moonsault. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't do it as much anymore, which is good. He should save it for something like this yeah. for a pay-per-view. It's fucking impressive, man. He's such a big dude. He's man. so big to be doing this. And, uh, I feel like, like, I've probably said this before, but I feel like Nero has been shot through a cannon since he uh, stopped doing the best man shit.
0: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and during the match, Jake the Snake Roberts walks out. <laughs> oh, yes, I love this. With the snake in the bag, he tries to put it down. You know. Mira punches him in the stomach Takes the bags of shaking it up And then just Tosses it I was like Oh my god That rules <laughs> Somebody on commentary Is like
1: He threw the snake
0: <laughs> So good I, uh, That was hilarious <laughs> Yeah
1: that was great And everybody booed him Of course I love it of, of
0: course You guys I, I loved it That was hilarious But the finish comes Mira puts on the game over And I love that he leans back With it now Because it looks so much More brutal Yeah definitely I love it. And uh, Archer passes out, like we were talking about before. The pass out finishes. I love that. Yep. And speaking of something I love, man, this – how damn good was this women's championship match? Hikaru Sheed and Britt Baker. This was so good. Like, this was – masterful stuff like they beat the absolute hell out of each other like some of those forearms were like oh my god
1: this might have been uh it was either this or the tag match for me like my favorite match of the night
0: uh I think the tag match uh it's hard because there's three matches this the world title and the tag match are so close together for me I think the tag match takes it just because it was so good but yeah this was this was a hell of a match too man there was so much immediately going for the uh lock draw by Britt was awesome. Then Sheeta rolling three going for the Tamashi immediately. Mm-hmm. It's a cool way to start it. And they just there were so many false finishes in this where I was like, Oh wow, Sheeta might take it. I this this was one where like I was fully believing Britt was gonna win, but they by the by the time this match is over, there was so many times like, oh wow, they Sheeta might just retain here.
1: Yeah, I thought that I thought that too. I honestly thought that too. And uh, towards the end, you could start t- you could start to tell like like it was it was ha- she was having trouble to like doing some of these moves like um you know she was running low on steam but yeah. it, I'm not saying that in a bad way it still looked good but it was it added to it like these girls are like busting their ass they were
0: going at it man <laughs> like they are
1: giving it all they got which hey man kudos to them they, it really showed and this was a great fucking match for sure.
0: The one that got me the most, the false finish is Sheeta hits the Falcon Arrow for two, picks her up and goes to like r- throw her into the ropes. Or no, Britt picks her up, and goes to tr- throw her into the ropes. And she, uh, Rebel has the crutch and goes to hit Sheeta with it. And yes. then she reverses and Britt gets cracked with the crutch. And I thought that was it. That it was like a 2.9999. Right. It was so close. Yeah, I, was I was like, like what? what are they
1: doing now? Are they going to fucking just use this to, you know, I was like, what, like, why? You know, I thought, I for sure thought they were that was it.
0: They got me. They got me <laughs> 100. Okay. But man, uh Britt hits the a super kick with to, with the belt to Sheeta, and then stomps her onto the title. Mm-hmm. And that was another two. I was like, oh my god, they, yeah, like, that they, was were, they were. There's
1: just like so much. I like you're saying all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, it's all coming. It's all coming back to
0: me. That whole finishing stretch, I was like, oh my god, uh Sheeta hit a knee strike, and then the sliding knee strike for only two brick it's like a, a crucifix for two and then lockjaw for the win man so good and the crowd was so hot for this match too and they love britt baker is so over it. and i think it's like a she could be like the perfect tweener. she doesn't have to change her character at all she could still be like the snobby brady heel dmd but she's getting that stone cold where like she's just too cool to boo right now right she's that bitch Exactly. I loved it, man. And the, the moment after which Tony Schiavone hugging Britt on the stage was awesome. That was cool. Really good stuff here. Really good stuff. They're like really good friends in real life. Yeah, exactly. New champion, man. Britt Baker. Bonafide star. It, how far she's come since the beginning of like since last January, Jericho Cruz is insane.
1: Yeah, most improved
0: by far. the whole
1: business for sure.
0: Absolutely. it's It's insane. She's a star. Such a star speaking of some stars man like we said it just keeps going gets getting better maybe not better but it's just all great from here yeah for sure ethan page and scorpio sky against darby allen and sting dude this <laughs> blew my expectations out of the water
1: i feel like if i can do half the shit that sting did in this match at, at my, when i turned, i don't know how old is he he's got 62 be. dude what? Yes, no fuck. Years old. my old man, if he sleeps the wrong way, my dad is 62. If he sleeps <laughs> the wrong way, he's like dead. He's like it's, half dead. He's supposed for the rest of the day. Sting did a fucking he jumped off the stage he did a, he did a fucking code red. Like insane huh? I,
0: I was losing it. So immediately Sting takes a suplex to the stage, no sells it, gets up. Takes his shirt off, throws Scorpio Sky off the thing, and dives. I was like, "Oh my god, it's showtime!"
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> showtime, my god.
0: um This is another one where I think it would do a disservice to break down every move just because, like, it's such a. It was so special. It like it wasn't even like the moves were crazy or anything, but like it, this one was like a very. You had to to understand this, like how good this match was. You had to feel in the moment, the crowd. Like this is a very a very like, it was just special. It was special, yeah. man. Um. Darby Allen is insane, dude. Nuts. <laughs> Ethan like, Page goes full Bam Bam Bigelow, Spike Dudley, and press slams this dude so far. Like, like they they purposely chose the furthest side of the, where the barricade was from the ring. Like that was the know? furthest one. Press yeah. slams him from the ring over what had to be like six feet, and then Easy. over the barricade in another foot. Like it was at least like eight. Feet, and Ethan Page is
1: in like. The biggest
0: guy, you know what I mean? Like, like physique wise. Yeah, no, but he, Uh, but he launched him. He showed his power there, man. It was
1: Darby smoked the back of one of his fucking ankles on that guardrail. It looked like Eric so bad, (laughs) really bad. There's a, there's a same thing. ECW, there's a match with Sabu and RVD had a stretcher match back in the day. And, uh, yeah, Sabu hit a moonsault on RVD. He was on the stretcher, and he just fucking. i It was like it always sticks in my head of him just smoking his shin on the fucking guardrail. Yep. Brutal. Oh like, man! Brutal. But I guess his brother was sitting there too.
0: Yeah, he threw him into his brother, which is hilarious. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> ah, so good, man! And the finish of this match could not be more, better. Like this was the perfect finish for this match. Scor- Scorpio Sky goes for the, uh, like the. Rebound Larry or not, rebound Larry, the rebound, uh, cutter that he does in the from the inside out. The slingshot cutter is what I'm trying to say. And Sting catches him out of it It hits the scorpion death drop for the one, two, three. Man, I <sighs> loved it, loved yeah. it. I, it, it, this couldn't be a better finish. Like, oh, I, yeah, that, that was the perfect finish for this match. I was like, wow, that's that was so cool. <laughs> Just so I cool. Think, man.
1: Bro, I think this is things, uh, like. Like, hey, I still I still
0: got it. You know what I mean? He definitely still got it. He did I this is the best match I've seen of Stings in a decade.
1: Oh, for easily. I mean, since probably what TNA? TNA. Yeah, yeah, TNA. I was just guessing, but um,
0: Which yeah, is for insane, Sting to be insane. like
1: for them to be like, Oh, his neck is broken, he's done, he's not doing nothing. And then he comes back and does all this, like, <laughs> holy shit. Incredible,
0: man. man. Incredible.
1: I think he starts losing though from here on out, probably.
0: Maybe. I you know, what I think I, he
1: just wanted to do this one more, like, hey, you know what I mean? I can still go. Here's, you know, just to prove it. And uh, not, I feel like he might be like, all right, now I'm going to start pushing everybody else. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, given the I, rub. I don't know if I'm crazy for this, but I want the Bucks versus Darby and Sting.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not against it. <laughs> I
0: think that could be I sick. Just,
1: I think that might be a little too fast for Sting. Like, I feel like as long as they catered to him, you know what
0: I, I mean. I th- they would, and they would, they would. I think.
1: No, I, I'm sure they would, but I feel like it would show just with how fast they go. I feel like I don't know. Oh, I, I don't that. know. Maybe.
0: It, it would be interesting. I think it would yeah. be interesting.
1: I'm not against it. I'm not against it.
0: This match was just so fun, though. I was cheesing the whole time just because I love Sting, man. I love yep. Sting so much. <laughs> and then we get the world championship pack versus orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega this match was one of those where you could I couldn't even write down the word the, everything if I wanted to this was yeah. nuts this was <laughs> this was just so good like everything here this shows that orange Cassidy is just as good as a wrestler as he is a character like he was pulling out a lot of stops um he <laughs> him stopping the, the top rope dragon suplex by putting his hands in his pockets. Yeah, was that was so funny. good. <laughs> so good. Um, and as crazy as it sounds, they convinced me of a few points in this match. The so Orange Cassidy was going <laughs> to put... Like, they, Dude, the, the crowd wanted it. They were, they, they wanted it. Wanted it. In my, during this match, I was convinced of myself, okay, okay, he can pin pack and then Kenny can get a, a rematch on Dynamite and win it back. Like I was so sold. Like, there was... Yeah.
1: If if he would have won, I feel like that the cry would have fucking went nuts, like the, like exploded for sure.
0: Probably would have been the craziest pop I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, like, it, they they wanted it so bad. They this was like so cool to see Don Callis and Kenny Omega get heat. Like people were like booing, booing Kenny Omega, which like it's hard to get. And they they did a really good job, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the orange punch that he hit on Pac, and he had the one two. And and Don's off camera pull and then pulls off out the ref at the last second. I was like, they got me. They, they yeah, because he was just me. on
1: commentary too. So it's like that's he was it. just on commentary, and then he shows up down there. And you're like, oh
0: shit, okay. I was like, that's it. That like they they protect the orange punch so much, he's not going to kick out. And yeah, it was so close. <laughs> it was so close. This was just so fun, man. Uh, I love the story of how Kenny wanted to go after Orange Cassidy, and Pack wanted to go again after kenny and then orange cassie just wanted to win i thought that was really like right the, the way they told that was really pretty cool just keep it from like i don't know it kept it interesting because yeah that's had, a good yeah it's
1: a good point i never thought of it like that
0: that was pretty cool but <laughs> kenny omega using every single belt he has to destroy That was like, so stupid. I, loved it. I loved it like that's <laughs> the, one, uh, one of my other favorite spots was uh pack putting on the brutalizer Hmm. on orange Cassidy and not let it go <laughs> so Kenny's like sitting there trying to break it up trying to break it up he won't let go so Kenny looks around and just <laughs> double axe handles <Bryce> break. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like why did
1: he hit the rough what,
0: what, what else is he supposed to do
1: <laughs> Yeah, <You're> exactly yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gonna let go so he had to stop it somehow <laughs> that was like such a creative way I don't think I've ever seen that like
1: yeah I haven't either
0: <laughs> like I've seen people pull the pull the ref out but like <laughs> he's not breaking the submission so what he <laughs> I gotta hit the rough <laughs>
1: he's like you gotta take one rough sorry
0: Sorry, Bryce. I thought that was awesome. But the finish of this match, too. So, like I said, he, he takes out Bryce Ramsberg. Orange Cassidy comes in. Orange puts to Kenny. Refers out. Aubrey comes in for the save. One, two. And the, and it, it still protects the finish here because Orange Cassidy pinned, but he had to wait for, for Aubrey to come out so that there was the delay, that which allowed Kenny to kick out. Kicks out. It turns it into a crucifix for the one, two, three. Perfect finish. I i thought it was really this match yeah. was really really good i loved it loved it
1: yeah i did too i really did another spot that stuck out to me was the it was a 450 splash from Pac, Oh, or, as they were
0: bridging up it looked like it hurt so dude, bad. i'm like
1: how do you hit that and then the guy on the bottom doesn't get his head smashed like you
0: know what i mean like because kenny was like bridging up while he did it too. Yep. how did he not die <laughs> he yeah i'm like dude, nuts. that's
1: nuts because you are, you're taking all of his weight. You
0: know what I mean? yeah. the Momentum is all, yeah. So I thought it was, this was just so fun. Uh, oh, also, Pac hitting the top rope t- falcon arrow to Kenny, which is always yeah. lovely. That was he insane. That. Um,
1: he hit the black arrow, didn't he? Or he missed it. He, he, he hit it
0: hit once. It, and then, he hit it once, and then uh, Kenny broke it up, and then the second time, he missed it. That's right. And I love that this is the fastest I've ever seen Orange Cassidy move when he hit the top row falcon arrow he comes in throws pack out and then tries to pin Kenny I thought that was awesome Yeah, <laughs> it, they did a really good job of keeping this like it, this match did not slow down it was right. mile a minute and I loved it yep but let's move on to the uh, main event stadium stampede this was so fun man and I <laughs> inner circle coming down on like bungee cords i don't even know what to call it like they just like rappel down from yeah the rappel, top of the yeah, rappel, uh, yeah exactly rappel at first it was terrifying because jericho Dude. was bouncing around like crazy like, oh my god this up with to die <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's to, like they swing out and then they one of them swung out really far and then the camera cut away i'm like oh he probably aided into that fucking dull board <laughs> and it was like yeah very i would have been and it's funny because like mjf it seems so short like time-wise that mjf's down there on the field yeah and he's like i can't believe he's like shaking his head like Wah. and then they're still <laughs> coming down it's like in reality that probably took like fucking five
0: hours six it took, hours probably, like, so long for them to get that but oh my god i thought that was so cool i've never seen that in wrestling before like very cool from like from not like that like a scoreboard <laughs>
1: like that's nuts fucking nuts dude rock
0: stars so cool man um this is one where I cannot go. I cannot possibly go through yeah, everything we'll that happened. all
1: night with that.
0: But what are some of the things that stuck out to you most?
1: Um, I guess I, visually, uh, that's just weird to say for a wrestling ma- wrestling match. But th- some of the things that I really liked was at the end when they finally worked their way back to the arena, so the fans yeah. could see the finish. I love that. Um, I love the shit with uh, uh FTR and Tully in the bar.
0: The, that was great k-dog um, on the, K- on the of DJ. course yeah
1: yeah coney was there that's fucking awesome um I'm, I'm the uh when sean spears is sitting in the room and it's like dark and
0: there's, and there's a bunch the of chairs, chairs. I like i think that. the chairman
1: things kind of run its course but that like visually was fucking
0: cool i should have loved the chairman <laughs> you like that <laughs> i now because he's just killing people with chairs and it's sick <laughs> and he did the la Parker dance during this and I, that, that popped me big Oh, I missed that. What the fuck? Damn it. He did the La Parker dance after he smoked Sammy with the chair. I was like, oh, let's go. that's good. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I, loved I
1: loved
0: it. That's yeah. awesome. He, like hey,
1: LaMarca. LaMarca. That's me.
0: Hey, LaMarca. That's you. Wrestling
1: name LaMarca.
0: That's Hey. Hit the backyard with it. Let's go. LA <laughs> <L. A>. Mark. <laughs> that's... There it is. <laughs> It, that, it works perfectly because you're at LA Night Mark, and you love the park. Oh,
1: fuck! You're right, LA Mark. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: you heard it here first, guys.
1: And that's just a fact of life.
0: GHW, is coming soon to a backyard yeah, near you.
1: <laughs> that's the next one.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I man. There's just so much here. I you mentioned the uh, Sammy and uh, Spears thing in the back. I love that. Uh, Jericho, Jericho Jaguar
1: coach. Sorry, go ahead. You're yeah, er,
0: good. Er, that's where i was going to uh, urban meyer with the thing with jericho and uh mjf was cool uh jericho stapling something to mjf's head which is hilarious
1: yeah what was that i'm trying to th- it was like parental advice it, it was something i don't remember what it was
0: which is like i think it was like a that's like a thank you note or something it was like yeah, that just, they just so. found yeah, there yeah. i think they just found yeah. saw whatever they found could find and used it yeah I, but yeah, let's just get to the finish, man. They they make their way out. I thought they seamlessly went from the pre-tape stuff to the live stuff. I thought they did it really, really well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I like agree. It.
0: You couldn't tell the difference, really. Like you, you could like you could tell the difference, but like they didn't. I don't know. It, it like flowed perfectly. I thought. Yeah, I agree. But uh, the finish comes. At, well, Andrea and Jericho come to the live crowd and. <laughs> Jericho hits like a disgusting powerbomb through like a table thing on mjf mm-hmm. and then Sammy chases down <laughs> Sammy G or Sammy G chases down uh, Spears on the golf cart which is a cool callback kind of yeah the area yeah. yeah and then uh Sammy G gets destroyed by a chair twice in the ring like Sean Spears nailed him on these two like. yeah and <laughs> the second one where Sammy G was kneeling he destroyed that dude CTE. And then uh, Sammy hits the, the curb stomp through the, the propped up chair on Spears, hits the 630, and Sammy G gets the win. This felt like a star making. Like Sammy G was already a star, but this was the moment that made him, I think.
1: Do you think, uh, yeah, I agree, but do you think that there was, do you go, do they go somewhere with this? Is there a reason behind him getting the win for the team? Do you think they go somewhere with that? Or is it just like,
0: I think it's the, just uh, like Jericho's uh, call
1: or maybe, I don't know.
0: He's the guy who had to leave. That MJF was one who he's Sammy I mean, left the team basically. Like, so he came back to redeem himself and save the team. I guess that's kind of the story there.
1: Okay, I can see that. Yeah, it makes and sense. Then,
0: and then I think that this story's not over. I think it's, it's gonna be MJF and Jericho at the next pay per view, and MJF wins to end the story there. I think, okay, that's my yeah. guess at least. But man. The this the crowd the show ends with the whole crowd singing Judas and it just felt like a celebration, man. It just Yeah. I couldn't think of a better way for the show to end. It was just so good. So that's good, the reason man. it was cool that they,
1: they came back in the thing so the the live crowd could actually sing it, you know. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. A pay per view, even though they did it on Dynamite though too, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah, man, that was uh double or nothing. So let's just look at it. For as far as the predictions go, I had um, I think I said Pinnacle was going to win the state of San Pete, so I, I was wrong there. You were right there. I think I lost for sure because I said a go go winning Cody, so you definitely won this time. So yeah.
1: now you must pay with your life. <sighs> <laughs> He's going to get his soul sucked. <laughs> you seen the new Moral Comment?
0: Dude, yes. Yeah. So
1: good. he says that at some point i was like good god <laughs> what
0: the fuck <laughs> jesus christ
1: <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ that's jason Bourne.
0: <laughs> well that was yeah that was double or nothing man and let's get into smackdown real quick before we move on and it was a fun little episode of smackdown it was i think out of the ones we've reviewed so far it was probably my least favorite episode but there was some good stuff on here for sure
1: yeah there's a couple of good things and and Anything you, do we watch on SmackDown automatically? I'm just gonna go eh, it's better than Raw.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it opens up with Roman, Jimmy, and uh Jay, and like their their suite. I guess they, I guess you could call it where they all. Yeah, just...
1: exactly. Oh, that's a, I was really gonna say like their uh, dressing room, but yeah, suite's better word for it. Yeah,
0: and they they're ca- kind of just still teasing the uh dissension between uh, Jimmy and Roman, kind of just. He's still not fully conforming. He's not kneeling at the head of the table. (laughs)
1: Nobody's bitch.
0: Exactly. He says, let's go, (laughs) Woos. And walks off. (laughs) And then uh, that basically leads to a promo between the Usos and the Street Profits. That leads to a match, which I thought was a really good match. I think I said last week that I wanted to see this match. And they they made it come true. (laughs) You You did? This is like... A really, really good TV match tag match, I thought. For, especially yeah, like this for should've a,
1: been the fucking like main event, really.
0: Yeah, for a main roster tag team match, this was whew, they pulled it out, man. This is so good. Uh the the end com- ends up coming after uh Montez misses his giant frog splash and gets super kicked by Jimmy for the one, two, three. I would love to see them go run this back on a pay-per-view. I think that'd be yeah, yeah. Pretty yep. cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. And then one thing I'm over is Natalia and Tamina being together i don't know not really feeling it they beat the riot squad here i think the Romans tag championships they don't care about they just don't care about them
1: no definitely not because it's like like you said it was just kind of like i'm over this uh it's just kind of middle of the road for me
0: yeah definitely yeah. definitely
1: yeah
0: then we get uh carmella versus bianca belair fun little match uh carmella has a little interview at the curtain and then it. Ends up being uh, Bailey on commentary, so I think they're going back to Bailey versus Bianca for Hell in a Cell, which I think those two in Hell in a Cell would be. That that might be that'd be pretty good. I think it would be good. I think it'd be
1: better than Drew and um Lashley. Lashley,
0: do they? And I don't. The only reason it's like
1: it's like, wait a minute, you're doing the same fucking matches from the last pay per view, basically.
0: Yeah, that's true. But hey. what do we? That, uh, that we will be roster? the be-
1: that will be the better match, though. I think
0: I, I'm so tired of Bobby Lashley and Drew. I want Bobby Lashley to just and like they, they completely have turned Bobby Lashley's character. And you know, let's not talk about Raw. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I love Bobby Lashley, but I don't know what they're doing with him right now. He's the champion. Bring back, they, they,
1: right back they, to her business. God damn it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But uh, Bianca ends up winning here with the K- the KOD, which, hey, it's a sit out burning hammer. So you know, I love that. <laughs>
1: yep. Kiss of death. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then we get a uh, Cesaro or Seth Rollins interview. He says he's here to fight Cesaro. Cesaro get out here. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he, <laughs> I don't understand. This is so dumb. <laughs> I can't even get it out because Seth Rollins is like, "Oh, you don't, you're not gonna come out on my birthday." He starts losing his mind. Like, what is this dude talking about? He's out of his mind. <laughs> he's saying happy
1: birthday to himself.
0: He did. He. Uh, that's
1: full heel brother
0: he's just uh this dude's out of his mind i don't even know what else to say <laughs> about this
1: like, he's as wacky as his
0: damn suit one hundred percent. so he basically he's just calling out cesaro So cesaro never comes and he just ends up singing happy birthday to himself and that's the end of it <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he wears this like outlandish suit uh it's like a hawaiian shirt as like a suit yeah. i
0: guess that i don't even weird man you look this dude's He's of the to louse his damn mind. He absolutely has. And, hey, it's, inter- it's entertaining stuff, though, so I'm not mad at it at all. It's, yeah, it's pretty agreed. funny.
1: Agreed.
0: And then, something I thought was gonna be a great match, we get a Kevin Owens against Apollo Crews, and um, immediately, Kevin Owens goes for the stunner, basically, goes for the pin, and then uh, Commander Aziz, uh, General Tunde, if you will. If you will. He comes in and hits a nail, I, like the, uh, they call it the nail, but the Samoan spike, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that, basically that leads to the DQ And <laughs> he, Owens is selling the absolute hell out of the, this moment Mike though, he's like looking like he's like death He's like rolling around like <laughs>
1: Yeah, they basically were like Alright, you guys got two minutes, go out there and do something
0: Basically, yeah the fuck? And, and then we get the main man, Eric <laughs> Rick Boos. Also,
1: I think, wasn't that I'm pretty sure of, so I watched the RVD icons documentary or whatever the fuck.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure Rob Van Dam's last name is something like that. Really? Hagen or Hugenhagen. Something something along those lines in real life is what real last name is like. Hagen. Hey.
0: I see the resemblance. If you, if you look close enough, squint a little bit. I can see a resemblance there. Cl- close one of your eyes and squint with the other one. Hey. <laughs> might Might as well be RVD. Might as well be, <laughs> but of course, Bugenhagen's here to, to rock out with Shinsuke, and uh, I don't know, is is his name, is his, already his name Bugenhagen?
1: No, his last name is Zadakowski.
0: That's not close at all.
1: That's <laughs> not close at all, so why the fuck did I think it was Bugenhagen?
0: Uh, HBK's is bottom.
1: That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Hey. I got it mixed up. I watched too many goddamn documentaries. <laughs> it's
0: got your brain broken.
1: Yeah, Hick- yeah, you're right. What was it, Hickenbottom?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't. Know. That's crazy. I know that off the top of my head, but not. I don't know how. I guess. Yeah, I...
1: You're, you're absolutely right, and that's exactly what I was thinking it was. Yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels' his real last name was yeah.
0: Yeah, because oh. his name his name is Michael Hickenbottom.
1: I just for some reason in my head I thought it was Hooten Hagen like something something <laughs> like that. And, that and yeah. Anyways, hey. sorry. It's Go good.
0: ahead. It's just because Eric Bootenhagen Bootenhagen is just such a good name. He just but shredded
1: my brain with his fucking guitar skills.
0: He he he, he puts you in a blunder. What else can you you, you can't even <laughs> help it, can't even help it. But if we get uh Shinsuke versus Chad Gable here, this should be like they could have such a good match if they was if this wasn't as gimmicky as it was. Like this, they could have. Name. But uh, it's fun stuff. Uh, Shinsuke ends up winning with the uh, King Shasa, and then he's looking for his crown and Corbin has it. Then Bukit Hagen attacks Corbin from behind and puts it, puts the crown back on all dramatically. It was, <laughs> it was all right. It was all right. But the main event here, I don't see this should, you're right. The other match, text match should have been the main event because it was so much better than this. We get uh, 100%. a handicap match. Dom Mysterio against the dirty dogs. Uh, Dom. Yep. Just Dom. Dom Mysterio. <laughs> Hey. We're on a first name basis.
1: Eventually, it's just gonna be Mysterio when Vince, Vince is like, "Get rid right of the front first name, pal."
0: <laughs> It'll just be a question mark. It'll
1: Ray Mysterio the <laughs> third.
0: RM3. Oh, fuck, man. This is this is fine. I, I I don't know why this is the main event of the show though. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Very strange. Uh, Diamonds of getting a. Uh, he reverses. I think he was going for like a powerbomb. Rude was or something, and he rolls through into a uh, small package. I guess you could call it for the one, two, three, mm-hmm. and then uh, Usos come out and face off with the Mysterio. So that's, I guess, that's where they're going for the pay per view. Which that will be good. That'll be good. I think.
1: I'd rather see Nakamura take on Roman Reigns if they if the rumors, what I'm screening or whatever, uh, that they're going to do John Cena and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. I would like to see Nakamura against Roman Reigns before then.
0: I would love that. I would absolutely, absolutely love that. But it looks like we're going to get uh, Nakamura versus Corbin probably instead. Yeah. But yeah, that was back up for this week. A decent little episode. One, one really good match. Definitely that stood out. But hey, better than Raw. <laughs> hey, it's better than Raw. Even the worst one. Exactly. But with that being said, let's talk about the dark side of the ring this week. Becoming warrior, the ultimate warrior. Um, Personally, this was one of my least favorite Dark Side episodes just because, I don't know, I don't really have a connection to the ultimate warrior like that. And and even then, I kind of knew a lot of this stuff. I really did like the take the snake stuff here because he was just burying them, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I think it was full of shit, though. <laughs> really?
1: Because I don't think they had any plans to put the title on him. I think of the, and then the thing at the hall of fame, I think that was bullshit too.
0: Well, they showed like a video of him that those two like having the, after the the resolution. So,
1: Oh, for sure. I'm sure they had their, I know they had the resolution, but like
0: Jake
1: had just, gotten back into, like, the good graces of WWE, he's not gonna fuck around and knock out the Ultimate Warrior at fucking... <laughs> Do I think he could? Absolutely. Do I think he would have at that time? No, because... Probably not, no. He had already, like, burnt the bridges that he did, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he was back because he's on the road to recovery and you yeah. know, the resurrection of Jake Snake. True, like, why true, would true. he fuck that up, you know what I mean? Definitely and he's the notorious, like, just bullshitter too.
0: Yeah, that, but, that's, I mean, just,
1: I still love him. I'm not, I'm not shitting on him. He's not a Hulk cover to me. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, definitely. But uh, I don't know. There, there was some interesting stuff in here, but it was mostly, mostly just like, as far as his career goes, it was basically all the guys saying, yeah, he wasn't a very good wrestler. He only had his spot because Vince liked him because he had a good look. Which, and if you think about it, his run, was not very long. Like he was Eric. I think Eric Bischoff's, Bischoff said it best. He was a flash in the pan and a quick one at that. Which. It, I, I don't know. I just never really had any connection to the ultimate Warrior. I just never really, he never connected with me. And then after hearing how, what kind of person he was <laughs> got him even further away from me.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I did in, I did have a connection with him in retrospect as a kid, like as a little, little kid. Yeah. Um. Like my earliest memories of wrestling and being a wrestling fan. I had the wrestling buddies. I had the Hulk Hogan one. I had the ultimate warrior wrestling buddy. Okay. And in, in retrospect, I don't really remember too much of that period of my life. I knew I was a fan because I have photo photographs of me yeah. and wrestling stuff and pictures with the wrestling buddies and my parents telling me stories. Um, so I know I was a fan as a kid, but like it's one of those things where you grow up and you start finding out all this stuff. And, and I guess that's the whole point of Dark Side of the Ring to point this stuff out. I had no idea he was from Indiana.
0: I didn't know no that way. at all either,
1: which is weird because I feel like Indiana just clings to whatever stardom they can because it's like no one's from here, you
0: know. Yeah, right. <laughs> um,
1: but still, with Ultimate Warrior, I think he'll just um, he could stay, he could say he could keep being from parts unknown.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's why he's from parts unknown because nobody knows where the fuck Indiana's at.
0: Um, yeah, fair enough.
1: And Crawfordsville at that too, which is
0: I, I don't even know where that is.
1: There's a reason he was raising in a trailer. Let's put it that way. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't have that like crazy connection, and I, I, we talked about this before that we started recording that they did an A and E biography on him before they did the Dark Side one, and I feel like the A and E one was a little bit well done, better well done, uh, better well done. Duh. What the fuck is that? <laughs> a little bit uh, better put together, I guess. Okay. Uh, as far as like telling the story, but I didn't like the people that were like the talking heads in it. Yeah. Because it was all just fucking Joe Schmoes. You know, it was these podcasters, these guys that are just like me and you. They're just fucking fans.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: like Peter Rosenberg and Sam Roberts and all these fuckheads. Like who cares? I don't care. what. You <laughs> I don't care that you liked him when you're eight. And now it's like, Oh, but then he's a bad guy. So yeah, I, I think the A&E one was a little bit better storytelling. And then this one wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be on him.
0: Yeah, oh I mean he basically was getting buried the whole time but that, I think Oh yeah,
1: but they could have went into a lot more Oh, uh, they
0: could have they could have gone worse yeah for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely because I also think it was bullshit with Dana Warrior and we talked about this that she was like, "Oh, he um with the A&E one, it's it's like you got to sift through the bullshit of what they're saying and pick out like, oh, well that doesn't make sense because how would he be conservative uh, that he found out, you know, all this conservative shit through radio, and he says that it, he literally says it was from you.
0: Yeah. He got into <laughs> it
1: when he met you. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, the Dark Side of the Ring one was pretty much just like, okay, here's a different point of view from his first wife. Yeah. He didn't no. really add anything to it, and the Jake the Snake shit definitely didn't add anything to it. Um, it was just like, here's another story of, of that. The whole thing, so.
0: It was, yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was a decent episode I guess. Uh the, the stuff with the, the his death was just kind of still crazy cuz he cuts that promo and he says everybody has their day and but their spirit of the warrior will live forever and then he dies 12 hours later. He dies. That's just it's, wild.
1: It is crazy, yeah, cuz it's almost like you have such <clears throat> you know, he lived all those years of like being uh I don't know, They're like this top guy and an asshole to everybody and just being a miserable prick yep. to everybody, even after he stopped wrestling. And then once he seems like he's, he's, um, what's the word? What did you say? What was the word? He was, uh,
0: turning over a new leaf
1: turning over a new leaf and reconnecting with Jake and apologizing yeah. and apologizing to Hogan, even though that was all fucking bullshit too. At least yeah. on Hogan's part. He's like, I love you, man. It's like, dang, you're full of shit.
0: Yeah. Right. Um,
1: and then he dies. It's like he's like uh, I'm not gonna be hateful anymore. Eh, you're dead. The hate was. I also uh... think I'm to say one more thing. It it says a lot when you're like uh, found not founding fathers, but like your main um, legends, uh, peers. I guess you could say. I don't want to say forefathers, but like the main old heads. Let's say old heads. Yeah. In wrestling. When you got your Jim Cornette, whether you like him or you don't like him, Jim Cornette, Jim Ross, Bobby Heenan, Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff, uh, and they could all kiss my ass. Um, they continually, like from the jump from when they met Warrior to now, have said the same thing. Yeah. Like he was a fucking prick and he was a fucking asshole and he didn't know how to wrestle. And that's been the, the same thing that they've, the same sentiment essentially. The whole time, flashing the pan, it says something. Definitely. Like, these people, and especially Bobby, who has anything bad to say about Bobby Heehan? Nobody, nobody has anything. Nobody. And dude broke his neck and then give a fuck. Insane. Like, so fuck him, I guess. That's why.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just crazy, crazy stuff. But. It was a decent episode, like I said. But next week, we talked about Jake the Snake a little bit on this one. And it's, this one's going to be a dark one from what I, from the little I know. It's the story of Grizzly Smith, Jake the Snake, and uh, Rockin' Robin, who is Jake the Snake's sister, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, I don't know too much about it, but we're going to find out next week. And from what I've heard from you, it's going to be uh, a tough one to watch.
1: Yeah, very dark. This will be the darker side of the ring for sure.
0: Well, yeah. It, I,
1: I think him and Jake... I think they had a decent relationship, I guess.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but I know Robin was not, that was not the case. So we'll see on that. episode.
0: yeah, I guess we'll see next week, but, um, yeah, with that, man, you have anything else for the people before we get out of here?
1: No, I got nothing, brother. Uh, hopefully, we'll be seeing each other live and in person uh, Saturday night.
0: Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Warrior Wrestling Stadium Stampede. Not Stampede. Stadium Series. <laughs> uh, if you're out in the Chicago area, man, come out. Have a good time. Bring bring a, up? bring a cooler. Come say what's up. We'll be there. Popping and sitting in the uh, some lawn chairs on the field. Just hanging out, man. Yes, sir.
1: I'll Hello. be throwing them fucking footballs over them mountains i'll be throwing them fucking hundred yarders <laughs> all fucking day maybe
0: well where, where can they find you on social media to see the videos of that
1: you can see me throwing, if you're lucky 10 yarders on uh instagram <laughs> xnabx219 or on the twitter at fat x tony what about you
0: you can find me on the twitter and instagram uh at burning hammered you can find my band on Twitter, and Instagram at Karma, K-H-A-R-M-A-M-W-H-C. We got a record out on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, all of that, Bandcamp, called Most Dangerous Game on Flat Spot Records. Uh, check that out. Shout out to Flat Spot. Shout out to uh, just, hey, sh- shout out to Hardcore being back soon, man. It's it, we're, we're making it back. Shows are coming back. Um, still can't There's announce... flyers everywhere. Still can't announce what we're doing next, but uh hope within the next within the next three weeks i'll be able to say something so i'm very excited very excited to say, i'll just say that so that's enough putting myself over you can find uh, the go home <laughs> show on twitter at the go home pod and on instagram at go home pod and on facebook.com backslash the go home show and you can shoot us an email at the gmo oh, no nope, backwards i always because <laughs> on twitter you like hey you understand. It. You understand.
1: Yeah,
0: it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I the, the Go Home Show right Pod at gmo.com. So, yeah, just hit us up. Make, let us know anything. Just shoot us an email. Say something. Say something oh, about that. Oh, some shit. <laughs> make sure you're leaving a uh, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Make sure uh, you're following us on Spotify so the show pops up in your feed. And uh, just hey, keep showing support, man. It's been. This is episode 55, I think. Yeah, because last week I said shout-out to Brian Urlacher. So this is definitely 55 because that's yeah. <laughs> that's number 54 right there. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, man. Uh, things are slowly. We said it felt great to see the return of pro, pro wrestling on a major stage like that this past weekend. And excited to go to our first show since uh, those GCW shows, whatever month that was. I don't know. Time's a flat circle at this point.
1: Yeah, definitely. I've <laughs> Yeah, was that? No idea
0: thing? when that was. <laughs> yeah, couldn't
1: tell you. I have a shirt from it. I get look. Yeah, October. I don't
0: fucking know. dude. I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't know tell I'm, you. Yeah. Zero, I clue. Zero clue. Zero clue. Yeah, man. Uh, with that being said, hope everybody's, everybody's being safe out there. And do what you got to do to be safe. And hey, hit a wrestling show if you're not. In, if you're not in Chicago land area, every every indie's basically back running now. So find your local indie, support indie wrestling, and. Hey, is going back on tour soon. AEW's coming back on tour in July. Just find some wrestling and go go enjoy it, man. Life's coming back to normal soon, and it yep. feels good.
1: Get your vaccine or wear a mask.
0: Hey, do yeah, do whatever you got to do. Just be safe, man. Yep. I'm, I'm I'm double vaxxed, ready to go, and so are you. So, sir. Hey, with that being said, man, I'll see you Saturday, and yeah, man, we're we'll gonna get out of here. So, help everybody's being safe. Black Lives Matter from Jordan and Nick. It's time to go home.